Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, Poke Tower? Welcome back. It's episode 25, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all the support. We really appreciate it. Uh, Apple listeners, thank you for rating and reviewing us. Uh, we always appreciate that. And if you guys haven't done so already, please do so. We really appreciate it. We're still trying to get to the number one Pokemon podcast on all platforms, but we're shooting for Apple first. That's our goal for this year, guys. So make sure you guys are hitting those uh, ratings and you guys are telling your friends and your family. What yeah. else we got? That's it. Bunch of information. That's it. Bunch of information this week. Um, we're going to talk about the new PSA prices. Yep. And then we're also going to get into our normal segments. And then um, I'm sure we'll get off into a couple tangents on strategies built around news or segments you know maybe we'll, you know how we always do it There's quite a always, bit of tempo changes yeah a lot, a, lot, a lot of tempo changes and just adapting is what it really is i think adapting and remember this hobby is priceless if it makes you guys happy and and you're having fun that's what matters at the end of the day um whether your card's in slab or not you should still love them the same um and i think selling is is secondary to that um that's why i'm i still enjoy the hobby as much as i did when i started because I'm not here specifically for selling. That is a byproduct of me enjoying my hobby. I have other cards I got to get rid of. Um, so, yeah, we'll dig into that. Um, I don't know when we're going to put in the whole PSA price deal. Maybe we'll talk about. No, I don't know when we're going to do that. Actually, it'll um, be in here. It'll definitely be in in this podcast. Yeah, we'll in this cover episode. it here somewhere. Um, maybe we'll use it as a detective Pikachu, but it's not really detective Pikachu. So we'll probably put it around that yeah. time block. Of the episode. Be more um, of a talking point. And I think that's it. Um, forgive us if the audio is jacked up on this portion, just this very segment that we're talking to you in. I have all the effects on for our vocal processing, which is normally done after the fact. So we're going to test this, but if it's a little loud, it should adjust. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think that's it, though. Oh, also... Congrats to all of our people who participated yeah, that in was the fun. Uh, box break for last week for Shiny Fates. Shine, that was fun. You guys convinced us that we could definitely make something like that work all the time. Yeah, definitely. Often, more often. So yep. we'll, we'll plan something out for the month of March. I think that'll be fun. Uh, we missed our PSA submission with you guys, but we're going to talk about that in our strategies for today. Um, we didn't miss it because of the price hike. We literally missed it because we did the box break instead. Right. That's why. There's so, other things that took priority over yeah. it and we kind of just goofed and we uh, missed it, but... Um, we're getting and, back on track. Yeah, so we're hopefully we can share all this information that because there are people that just listen to the podcast and there are people that just listen to me on Discord or TikTok. So trying to make sure the same information gets out to everyone. Um, and then the last thing, if you're just a podcast listener, be ready for custom Gengar packs again. We did them last Halloween. I finally have enough to make a very small amount. Not going to tell you guys the amount, but I have enough. Um, and these things are loaded. Um, you're guaranteed to win something. And I, I, I'm guaranteeing that if you grade one card in any of the packs, you will likely double what you paid for them. I believe it. I believe it. The last Gengar packs were, were heat. You guys Definitely liked them. They heat, were only yeah. like eight bucks, but you guys loved them. So this, I even, I went, I dug into the, the greasy, like safe of PSA candidates to make this one work. And it's not because I want to get rid of them. Um, I just actually want something for you guys. Like I, you guys have been bugging me about it and I'm like, you know, we're just going to do it. So, um, if that means I got to get rid of, you know, 
a handful of cards that I was going to grade. That doesn't bother me. Uh, it's a win-win for everyone. So with that being said, let's get into the first segment of the week. Highest Pokemon sale on eBay. Lotto time. Big spenders. Vegas is closed, by the way. Big, big spenders. <laughs> Go state line. Gamble. <laughs> Go to the golden nugget. I actually, when I hear that sound, I want to play slots. I'm bad. I played a lot of slots on the Pokemon game. Just to get like Dratini and like Abra. Like, I just, I don't know. I like that oh, slot that's right. machine yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, at the game right. center, yeah. game corner, yeah. whatever it's called. There's I, always, there's yeah. always like certain little cheats and little knickknacks. Get you yourself do. a little Scyther or something like that. Go run into the trash can, then go over and try to, you know, yeah. do the slot machine to see if it'll give you all seven. I played a lot. I don't know. What, I'm a gambler, I guess. That's Let's just leave it at that. Um, okay, highest sale of the week. This one. This one, I rem- when I saw it, I totally remembered because I seen it on TikTok. Um, but uh, I think you it's guys dope. probably heard it too. I think it's dope. You guys probably heard it too. But uh, a 1998 Pokemon promo, the Illustrator Pikachu in a PSA seven, seven three hundred seventy-five thousand. I believe there's less than ten of these in existence in the entire world. So yeah, it's pretty significant. Talk that- about talk about promos like. We talked about the the Genghis Khan parent parent yeah. child uh, tournament promo banger. Like that was very exclusive. Obviously, only the people who part- participated, maybe some staff members, got that promo. And like this promo here, it only has like Danny said, what maybe ten? I think it's it, less than ten. Yeah, less than ten any. in the world. You yeah. know, so uh, if we were going to talk about promos and all the talk that's going around about promos, special delivery Charizard, Pikachu, you know, this one, that one, all different kinds. This is like again another testament to like a true true promo. Yeah. And um, I know that we like to correlate this section with maybe some of your collectibles to say, hey, well, it kind of rolls downhill from here. Right. This is such a unique. general. Well, yeah, it's unique, but it's such a general Pokemon card. Like, everyone knows this is a grail. So, yeah, we just had the 25th anniversary this week. There's no way for us to correlate to you guys. Be like, oh, yeah, go check your prices. Everything, everything's up right now. Everything is up. Everything. With PSA saying the prices are going up, with the 25th anniversary being an excuse to add another 500 bucks to your listing. Logan Paul yeah. breaking new heights of selling packs. Mm-hmm. There is so much stuff going on that literally you have to be... Pokemon games getting revealed, like all kinds of stuff. I don't want to say dumb. You have to be very bad at this to lose right now. Um, oh, yeah. Very bad. Yeah. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. So... Money is money. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but you got to you got to be following. I think I know where you're going with that. You got to be following like all the social media hype. Yeah, to be doing, to, to yeah. me doing bad, you know. And even yeah. then, you might just break even if you follow yeah. the hype. You yeah. might just break even because it's that easy right now. Right. Literally, it's that easy. And it. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. But I, what I want to say is that this price doesn't do much for us as like legitimate collectors because of the timing. This all happened at the peak. This is we are in the peak of Pokemon right now. Right, right. Now it doesn't mean we have peaked. It doesn't mean it's over and we just seen the top. I'm not saying that. I'm saying as it stands, we are at the highest point and we, we could go up. Uh, so then you know, then we would go back and say, yeah, it was a great time to buy because the prices did go up. But right now, we like we said last week. I think it was last week. It's a seller's market right now. Sell, 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 sell. Get your opportunities in on some of these top fives and uh, sleeper cards that we always put out. The uh, one thing we did we did see though while we were looking through all the uh, highest sales of the week, 
Oh um, yeah, that's a trend. So yeah, there was some trends. I, I do recommend going through and and trying to uh, break down your filters and try to see what the highest sell Pokemon is for for at it's least been a helping week. us out a lot. Yeah, it's been helping us. We've been able to see trends, especially for this week um, with the 25th anniversary being uh, within this week. Um, lots of Neo lots shining of Neo. Pokemon. Yeah, lots of Neo shining Pokemon, shining Tranitars, Steelix, Raichus, Mewtwo's, Noctowls, yeah. Noctowls, that all era. Of it. A yeah. lot. Of, we saw a lot of sales in the thousands of dollars, um, and then we saw. Of course, we were going to see a lot of base set, um, but we saw a lot of dark Pokemon too. Yeah. So, oh, and then the other the other um, one that we saw a few times was um, the Gold Star Charizard. Gold Star Charizard. Was yeah, Gold Star Charizard. Like, probably like less than not less than, but probably had like five or six sales in the last week. Right. So Gold if Star you have Charizards. if you have like a PSA three or four, maybe that affects your price somewhere there. Oh, it absolutely you does. Have a five or a six, mm-hmm. or if you have any shining any shining Pokemon cards that maybe you just ordered, because I know we did talk about them in the podcast like a month to like a month and a half ago. I brought them up and was like, mm-hmm. hey, shining Pokemon are what I'm looking at, but I'm not going to put them in the Devon Corks. They're kind of like outrageous. Yeah. Um, in terms of pricing, uh, but they wouldn't really fit the segment. Yep. But anyways, uh, go check out those cards. Those are the trends that we saw. So maybe if you have any shining uh, Pokemon from the Neo uh, and, era, maybe you maybe you go figure it out. And you wouldn't see this stuff unless you looked at these prices. Right. Like if you, like that's what we we're talking about. That whole snowball effect or like the downhill effect is that when you look at the highest prices sold. Obviously, nobody has the Illustrator Pikachu. We're not worried about that. But we were checking other prices. We're like, wow, these are all in the thousands, tens of thousands. You know. And these are all cards that we probably do have. Yeah, and, and you're, you're seeing you're seeing trends. Like, yep, you, you see. Like, why did why did all this shining all these shining Pokemon from Neo just sell in the last week? What happened? And you make you research, right? And then like the week look. the week before that was like base set, and then yep. the week before that was all the Lugias, and the week before that was like like was uh, Charizards and Raichus. We mm-hmm. saw a whole bunch a of Raichus, Raichus for, yeah. a lot of Charizards. Like yeah. it's like it's like these big money people are having meetings and they're going like, okay, let's buy a Raichus. What is, this week. What is the yeah. highest grossing you know Pokemon right now? And they go, they do the same thing, look at the highest ones in the week and they go, okay, what's coming up next? And then they yeah. try to, they try to figure out the trend too, you know, cause there's money to be made for them as well. So yeah. if big money is thinking this type of way, or if this is helping big money in any type of way, I don't know if it is. We don't know. We're not, we don't have any type of uh, way into their mind or how to figure out how they, how they think. Yeah. We're how not they make concerned with that. We're just letting you know what's yeah. going on. We're just letting you know that, Hey, it's, mm-hmm. it is a useful tool. It has, it's been helping us quite a bit. Yeah. Cause I don't have 375,000 bucks. Yeah. But when I look at all these high prices, it gives me an idea of stuff I should start looking yeah, at. Yeah, you're like, hey, maybe some CGC 8s are out there, some mm-hmm. shiny Mewtwo's. Maybe there's yep. some uh, CGC 8, and like I shiny Kabutops. I am, not, I am not against that at all. Yeah, and I know when, at, back in a, about a month and a half ago, that some Mewtwo's are only going for like, don't quote me, I'm saying like maybe 200 bucks, 200 yeah. bucks, somewhere around that there. Yeah. Yeah, I shiny Kabutops it. too. Like, and I was pretty mm-hmm. interested in them. I believe it. All right. So good stuff. Highest sale of the week. I like it. Illustrator Pikachu, it deserves to be that price. It really does. Definitely does. Um, you talk about limited. You talk about promo. Right. You talk about exclusive. That even is in the a, epitome. Even in a seven, it's kind of kind of cool. I mean, whoever has if there's anyone that has an, a 10, a 9, or 8, it's obviously like, that's awesome. But to have a card that's very exclusive, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, only yeah. like 9 or whatever, less than 10 in the world, and it's in a 7 condition. That's kind of sick. I don't know. Yep. It's no, it totally is. So, uh awesome awesome there guys and now let's get into everyone's favorite game show the underrated overrated two minute let's go segment let's go all right guys we are back with underrated overrated this week uh you guys' favorite game show segment where uh denny or i talk about uh, topics that you guys bring up in the discord um some of them are about grading some of them are about random tcg oh. or uh, tcg stuff let me just say this real quick 
For all you podcast peeps that run your own podcast, just just know that I know that we are often imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> yeah, truly. I know who's copying me out there. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go, guys. We got two minutes on the clock, and the clock starts now. All right. Pokemon Levi Cloud. Overrated. Can't be a fake baller. OCG versus TCG. Underrated. I like OCG, specifically Yu-Gi-Oh. Collecting, collecting graded cards, graded under a 9. Underrated, because you can always crack them and resubmit them. And cheap cards for your PC. Hmm. Dragon Ball Z, Saga cards. Underrated. I don't know much about them, but I can tell you I love Dragon Ball Z versus Dragon Ball Super. Anime. Properly rated. They have great fans. CGC. Overrated. Even though there's always opportunity with CGC. Gotta be smart with it, though. It's just not the best thing in the world. HGA. Underrated. If they can figure out how to get more cards every week, they're gonna blow up. California Burritos. Overrated. I like Carnisada just with guac and some uh, pico. For sure. Uh, shipping on eBay, single cards. I think that was $4 shipping. That is overrated. You should only be doing that if the math works. Gotta learn your accounting, guys. Accounting is so important when you're selling. Alright, is that it? Nope. Oh, we got more? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Alright. God, God's Unchained Digital TCG. Pass. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, Alpha. HGA for grading. Underrated. The new Pokemon Arceus game. Underrated. Uh, sipping and ripping. Underrated. That can literally be a thing at a bar. Right. Where you can make a nice sterile clean environment where you can sip and rip with your friends. That's an amazing thing and it's great for everyone. It's a lot of fun. Like that. PSA cost increase. This has been way more than two minutes. No. You got 12. 12 seconds. Underrated. It's it's not, it's underrated. You can still grade a card for 20 bucks and sell it for 200. 400. Underrated. Learn your math. All right, guys. That does it. He finished off the clock. That is two minutes right now. Yeah. Uh, not bad. You know yeah. what? Well, I think we're going to hit on the PSA cost here in a bit. I'm sure we'll hit up more on yeah, CGC as right well. Right next, yeah. Um, HGA, I'm sure we have a few comments. Denny uh, submitted his first ones. Uh, his first cards to HGA. It should so be done this week. I'm sure we'll have some light um, to spread on that. Yep. Um, and that does it for our underrated and overrated segment, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed. You guys got a little bit of value from that. Uh, it's really just a fun thing for us to do. It's a cool thing for you guys to you know get a little bit of information on. So send in your uh, underrated, overrated comments to the Discord. You guys are doing a great um, job. Yeah, we you guys appreciate are doing a great it. job. Appreciate Keep it. Keep it every week, guys. Let's go, Detective Pikachu, or PSA time. All right, let's get it. Harry's out there, too. Case closed, but still open until I solve it. Okay. It's time to solve a mystery. Not really. Okay, so it's not really a Detective Pikachu episode, but it's appropriate for this segment. Uh, we're going to talk about the PSA cost increases. Uh, for those of you that aren't in our Discord, I highly encourage that you join it so that you catch the stuff the day it happens because we talk about it immediately. It was like a fire in the Discord, and I was telling everyone, just calm down. Everyone just calm down. The game is still the same. Game's still the same. You just can't do it with every card. Truly, like our, our community is great in the Discord. So if you're, if you're here listening on the podcast, you're solely a podcast listener, hey, we respect you. Thank you very much. But yeah. trust me, you cannot... Go wrong with uh, joining the Discord. I understand if you're an old head, and you're not used to all the technology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Trust me, me and Danny are kind of in that weird era where like we're semi in it, semi out of it. You know? Yeah. Um, but 
this stuff really does catch like fire. Like as soon as something hits the uh, the Pokemon like community, oh, yeah. in a certain type of way, the Discord is immediately like on it, and everyone's kind of talking about it, and figuring mm-hmm. out different it's like useful. strategies and plans. It's useful, so uh, go and join. But yeah, this PSA, this PSA thing is uh, so. March first, they doubled their prices on every service level, and then I think the top two service levels they only added like fifty percent increase of price. But uh, value, aka bulk, is now twenty dollars a card, not ten dollars a card. Here's the thing: you only have to submit ten cards now. You don't have to su- submit twenty. So technically, if you only had two hundred dollars a month, you can still send off ten cards to them because it meets their requirement. Here's another great added bonus to this: they upped the minimum de- maximum declared value to four ninety nine, which is it doesn't seem significant. It's huge. That's three hundred dollars. Yeah, it doesn't increase. seem significant right off the bat. Everyone's like, "Yeah, declared value, I maxed I'm it not out." Anyway, get it for a year though. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but it's like look at look at it this way. I had if you had a a five hundred dollar card um, that may be like a personal collection. So say like I have a red eyes dark dragoon, just like you you do too. You have to at least send it in. Standard. You would have to you would have to send it at least uh, express. Now you're $75 in the hole for a personal card because you can't send it bulk because it's over the... You could do standard. You could do standard for 50 yeah. bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and that's then, like four month turnaround anyway. Yeah. So four, three month turnaround. four month turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, either way you look at it, because what I'm saying is that the, the declared value, patient, the, the declared value doesn't seem like a lot right off the bat, but the fact it that totally you can send does. in cards that are worth more at a cheaper at a cheaper yep, price just mean at the cost of time yeah at the cost of time it's just a little bit different of a uh, a mentality or type like attitude or mindset you gotta have it's just a waiting game it's it's seriously a waiting game patience is and gonna it, win it's a good filter for all these other uh, nonsense bogus cards, cards that yeah. are um you're not gonna be grading reverse hollow potions yeah. from you know sun and moon that you're not gonna be doing that no more taking up all the demand and all mm-hmm. the uh all the you know, workforce of PSA. Yep. Because everyone's sending in all these, you know, cards that they think are going to be, you know, the next greatest thing. Right, right, right. Um, Which is big right now. You're not going to see error, you know, what was his name? Cinderaces being sent by the hundreds. Right. They're not going to do that no more. Right. Because it's not worth it. Right. Because when you're not, when you're not grading something for yourself, you have to make that money compromise. And PSA knows that. Hey, if you're not going to sell it, that means you probably won't send it in. That's good for us. Right. And also increases the value of everyone's cards like universally. Yeah, uh, I think we were we were we touched on a little bit before the podcast and we were saying that, you know, in a way, it's almost like a a more um what's it called? Like it's better for the it's better for the collectors or the people who actually want to grade. Yep. You know, the rena- the I don't want to say renowned, but that's kinda of like the word that no, comes just to me. better like, for, for the traditional reput- collectors. Yeah. Reputable graders, you know, the ones that have been doing it for a while, the ones that are actually in it for the yep, grades, yep. you know what I mean? To to get their cards, you know increased in value um it does well because all the guidelines and the prices still make sense and they and it's just a time thing well collecting is a time thing mm-hmm. the more time is on your side as a collector mm-hmm. it literally is so the fact that you have to wait longer for something that is going to increase in value like only only people that are trying to be quick flippers are, are hurting yeah you honestly can't get hurt because even if you were to get the card back in eight months, let's say on regular value time, right? Because yeah. that's usually what it was. is like eight months, you get your card back. Right, now right, we're right. looking at maybe like a year, year and a half. Who knows? I don't want to speculate too much on wait times, but it used to be eight months, right around that time. So with eight months, if you got your card back in eight months and eight months, it only went up at 20 bucks yeah. and you're, you're just itching, you sell it. Yeah. But if it takes a year, you know what I mean? Or a year and a half for you to get your card back. 
who knows where the prices have gone and who knows where the Pokemon community has gone up or down or who, who just opened up what box or what card just sold for what price or whatever it is. It's just an extra tool. And it's like a, it's like a forced discipline type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't sell quick. It's like and your it parents, hurts the people that want to putting your money in your piggy bank and saying, I'm going to put this on the top shelf. Right. And you really have to be, you have, you have to be secure mm-hmm. and you have to be, uh, you have to be secure in your collecting hobby. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you have to know, like, like, it's yeah, good. I could send, I could send this out and I'm not going to be, you know, hurting for that, that money that yeah. I'm going to get in return from it, you know, yep. at the end of the month. Right. Um, it's really good. And if you think about it, four ninety nine for a $20 grade, that means you could set you for $200, you could potentially send off 10 cards that are $450. Let's say 500, just let's be 500. 10 cards for 500 bucks if they graded well enough. Let's say you did your research. You found cards that grade in an 8 or better are worth 400 to $500. Let's just say you get 500. Let's say you get 10 cards with the best grade that you needed to get the price, at, and now they're worth 500 each. So let's just... That means you turn $200 into 5K. Yes. What is the issue there? Right. What is the issue there? That, you, and that's, that's another point I was going to bring up too, is that like... 10 cards! People, there, before, there may have been... Let's just put a let's just put a, a, a low number on it, low population. Say there was a hundred people who were sending in cards. That was the average, a hundred people sending in cards to PSA before two thousand nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. Hundred people. So PSA's prices, their guidelines, everything probably didn't change for a very long time. Yeah. Then there's a massive uproar and now people are trying not just to do like a little side hustle or possibly like, you know, half the population of graders, you know, making a living off of just grading cards. Mm-hmm. But now you have almost like a quarter of you know the United States or the world <laughs> who are trying to make a living off of grading. Yeah, yeah. PSA has to up their prices they because if you're if you're making five thousand dollar, you know, um, it's good for us. You're making five thousand uh, dollar profit, you know, from their eight months of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just you're basically just have to wait eight yeah, months. You just have to wait. That's and you do. and you're you're getting this full time job, and there's there's two hundred fifty thousand people now doing it. That's a, that's a whole lot of demand mm-hmm. on PSA. So PSA is obviously gonna have to bump up their price. And say, hey, we gotta we gotta either wean out some of these people who are who are just sending in cards. Yeah. They gotta get their piece of the pie. Yeah, they know and they the know same that time, we're grading cards for ten bucks and selling them for two hundred. Exactly. And at the same time, they're like, look, we can't keep letting these people live off of us. You know, basically, yeah. you know, we fifty get, people was cool. We could we could we could still make our profit, still make great money, yeah. still have our turnaround right, right. times, but, and still be appealing to everybody. Mm-hmm. But now we can't be appealing to everybody because everybody wants us, and people are just sending us a bunch of junk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So how, maybe we up our how, prices. How mad do you think they are when when they see you know cards that were printed this year that are just like reverse hollows? You know, they yeah, everything is gradable, and you should be able to grade whatever you want. Right. But when everyone and their mom is trying to turn a PSA 10 into a $500 bill... You got to figure out some type of like, yeah. filtering system, yep. you know? You have to. And this is good. This is going to slow it down. You see this in real estate. You see it in real estate. You see it in new communities all the time. What do they do? They raise the prices of the house. They make them nice. They put nicer restaurants in the area. They put nicer stores in the area. And it naturally pushes out all the riffraff. And there's nothing wrong with being ghetto. That's not what I'm getting at. Right. What I'm getting at is it gets rid of all the bad stuff. Right. Because it's just simply too much for them to, to do business there anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is just too expensive for me. I need to go somewhere else where I could take advantage of people. Right. Same thing PSA is doing. Hey, let's let's up the quality. Let's up the price. Let's up the prestige. It's going to get rid of a lot of these guys that are playing Walmart, you know, full time. Yeah, you just you literally just hit my next my next point right on the nose. Yeah. Like, literally, that's it. It's, it's, it's pushing out 
like I don't know a better word for it, but yeah, the riffraff, for lack mm-hmm. of better words, is they're pushing out you know the riffraff of all these you know um, these guys you see on TikTok. Yeah. yeah, they just got these guys that go on TikTok. They're like, here's what you do: you go to Walmart, you buy thirty boxes of this box with this promo in it, and you grade all the promos, and then you sell the packs yeah. and you list them as un. So now, now think about it. If there's only one person who goes out and buys those thirty guys. promos, he goes and buys thirty promos. There's probably Another 50 people out there just like him in the world that mm-hmm. bought 30 promos yeah. as well. And they, they saw the same the TikTok. Yeah. And they go and they flood PSA. Now, like, hey, anyone I, with the brains be like, I'm not paying 20 bucks for on a $20 promo. Yeah. I can't make my money back. Like, that's all they're worried about. Whereas a collector, he'd be like, man, 20 bucks is a little steep, but I'm keeping this bad boy, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or and like, so it slows like, yeah, down the flow is, of cards. Is steep, and, and it may be the exact price of the car that is worth right now. But after it's graded, it's it's forty, so I'll make twenty, you know. Yeah. Or he breaks even. Yeah. It's um like a, a collector would understand that, but someone who wants to resell or somebody wants to scalp, they're like, I want to break even. Yeah. Yeah. This this not what it's not easy. Yeah. I like, actually have to know stuff about cards. I have to buy rare cards now. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's what collecting is. Yeah. Not just telling everyone that you can do something and put swirl in the listing and change it. And I'm I'm sure I'm sure that um, and they'll figure something out too. There'll I'm be sure smart that when ones. the shoe game popped off, you know, like there was people who collected shoes for a very long time, and um, my dad was one of those people too that who had also had a, a a thing for shoes. He liked really nice shoes as well, you know. Um, never really got into collecting, but now you have a bunch of people reselling shoes, you know, all these kinds of different crazy things, um, and. It, this is going to kind of bring us to our next point too about you know CGC. There's been a lot of uproar about CGC. It's like, oh, okay, it's not worth nothing. Some people are mad that yeah, it is worth something. Well, it's now, the best well, thing. Now, well, all the but, C, all the CGC loyalists are trying to throw it in PSA's yeah. face. Like, look, see, this is why CGC is the best. Faster return times and we're cheaper. So you know, back in the day, there was what like Air Max, you know, Air Jordans and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like all those like old school shoes um, that are worth tons of money now. You know, right? And I'm sure all the people who. Uh, that verify and certify these shoes to be real, like StockX and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they went through tons of price changes and, and things when they had an uproar of resellers and and uh, people buying up shoes and sending it to them to get basically graded mm-hmm. for their authenticity. I'm sure they went through a bunch of different changes and now they're yeah. finally settled out and people can be like, hey, I can make a living off this or I can't. I can adjust or I can't. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's kind of made it level now. You know, you don't mm-hmm. see so many crazy like uh, shoe resell stuff out there, you know, right, right. You do see crazy prices, but again, that's a different market. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is that was like Adidas and Nike, right? Adidas and Nike were making these shoes and they were getting, uh, they were getting, uh, certified or, uh, authenticized by, authenticated by, um, StockX. And then who come to know there's, you know, Reebok, there's Reebok and Puma that are coming out with, you know, throwback shoes that are $300 on pre-order now, you know, that yeah. people are trying to be like, oh, these are sick too, though. The Air, Air Max and Air Jordans are tight, but these Reeboks are also cool. Just like CGC, hey, yeah. like what you like, but it's also just like CGC. You're Reebok, just doing it because it's yeah. cheaper because you want to sell your stuff. Exactly. Adidas and, Adidas and Nike came out with all the sportswear, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I may have my history wrong here, guys, so if you guys are a big shoe or, or clothing fan, please... Don't feel feel free to correct me here, but I'm making a, a small comparison just between the, the the two markets. Right now, Adidas and Nike, Adidas and Nike were the people who did it. They're like they're like BGS and PSA. Their brand, their name. Everybody Coke wanted them when they want Coke and Pepsi. When yeah, they yeah, yeah. when they want something to drink, it's Coke or Pepsi. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get made fun of if you went to school in Adidas or Nike. People were like, you're sick. If you went to sports and you had Adidas and Nike, people know you you spent money like you were good. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a name. It's a brand. Um, and it does sound materialistic and it sounds extra like, you know, but that's, that's the nature of collecting. That's the though. nature of collecting. Yeah. But 
exclusivity then, and rarity and quality. Adidas and Nike made a name. They said, okay, now we can start selling our stuff, you know, 50 bucks for a pair of shoes, 60 bucks. And back then, that's a lot of money. A lot of people were like, man, I can't afford this. So what happened? There's companies like Reebok that yeah. came out, you know what I mean, that had affordable shoes that you could find at Walmart and you can find at, you know, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. You can find a Big Five, you know, like cheap shoes. And then all of a sudden they come out with $300 or $350 designer shoes and it's like, yeah. Your your main purpose was to be an affordable alternative sporting company, mm-hmm. sportwear company, not to be a luxurious, not to be a luxurious, or to compete with like top you know, tier, yeah, like Adidas and Nike, like right, that, right, that's right. your purpose, and that's why people like you. you that's know what why I mean? people like CGC. Yeah, and it's just like it's almost like you know Target and Walmart. You know what I mean? Walmart mm-hmm. has lower price items. You know what I mean? Target has it's higher like, price items for the for for just for the. It's uh, like buying you, furniture for your house. The atmosphere. You know what I mean? Walmart's atmosphere is different than Target's. You know atmosphere. how many people spend big money on furniture in their house and you ask well, why'd you do that they're like well because this is it mm-hmm. i'm not going to be buying furniture after this i need to make sure that i get something good mm-hmm. that should be everyone's mindset with grading cards and cgc is just they're number three that's just the way it is they're number three possibly number four yeah. every so the big thing was when 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 psa started changing the stuff and when everyone found out that psa had high demands right because nothing wrong with being number three or four anyways. everyone everyone was like hey cgc's cheaper cgc's cheaper they're faster they're cheaper why does they're that matter they're cheaper yeah. they're faster they're cheaper why does that matter because i'm trying to flip cards because i'm trying to flip cards yeah and that's <laughs> if you're trying to flip cards that's why hey, be honest don't yeah, lie be honest so don't be, be like well because i like the quality and i like the brand yeah no you don't yeah no you don't yeah <laughs> don't exactly. lie yeah exactly and and cgc they started everyone i mean they may have they're not, known for their comics. It, yeah, it may have not been their purpose. They were known for their comics. It may not have been their purpose to undercut the grading card company. That's exactly and what they did, though. They saw an opportunity. They yeah. said, hey, we could do this for cheaper. Right. We could do this for cheaper, and we do it quicker. That's we already business. do it for comic books. We're, That's business. That's yeah. not brand. We're like a, we're a, I think they're like a gold standard for comic book grading. Like, mm-hmm. No, you they're know? great. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we could do this, too. We already make you know basically everything else. So now you have a company that you know is trying to fulfill you know the shoes of of like PSA and it's like PSA PSA and BGS are just blazing a trail. They're blazing a trail. Right, right, right. And then you have and other companies you, like anyone who copies them can do great. Yeah. And, but they're going to, you're going to see it. P, CGC, just like PSA, PSA had a small, um, increase in their fees and their services changed and everybody went crazy. Right. Because their demands started to go up. Well, CGC's demands going up because they're now, they're a cheaper, faster alternative and they grade harder, now right? everyone's going I'm over there. I'm doing air quotes. Everyone's going over there and now CGC's increasing their grades as well. And now what's it going to be when they're tied? And what's, what's going to happen when they finally get up to PSA's grade and they go, and they go, oh, wow. Now what are you, now what are you doing this different? Express fee is $150 yeah. and now a bolt card is 20 just like PSA and was in 2021. Yeah. yeah. Just like PSA was in 2021, but now PSA is way ahead of the game and now they're doing digital you know, mm-hmm. they're doing digital submissions and they're doing like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what happens software, when they're like on the same playing grading. field? What happens when you take out price and return times? Mm-hmm. Then why do you buy a CGC? Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. you're not going to be able to explain yourself. Right. And that's, but I'm saying that's, that's basically the, 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 the selling strategy of, of CGC. That was their, that was their, uh, that was their in, mm-hmm. you know, was being cheaper. Right and faster but they're not cheaper and faster because they're a better service they're cheaper and faster because nobody was using them right and now and they're trying to make a name they're like hey look at yeah, us yeah look and at now us. It's like six, dude, six like months later on the corner like they're signing a, uh, waving a sign yeah. on the corner six months later they're getting a little overloaded oh right. now they have price increases now right. they're delaying people what happens when they get so backed up they'll be no different than psa and then it comes down to who's a better brand right and then it's not so. Would you rather so at that point? Would you rather be stuck with a hundred PSA slabs 
or 100 CGC slabs. Mm -hmm. Either way, you can't go wrong because they're both graded. Right. But if I ask you the question, 100 PSA slabs or 100 CGC slabs, guys, which one do you take? We're talking gold, silver, copper. You know what I mean? Right. It's copper. Like it, it does have value. There right. is a market for cheaper graded cards. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, it's fine. Yeah. But you will never be on the same playing field as a top dog. You will never be gold. You will never be silver. Yep. It just does not have you. Something insane would have to happen for CGC to take a top two spot. And I Shasta Shasta will never be Coke or Pepsi. Yeah, it'll be Shasta, and yeah. everybody there will be people who love Shasta because it's cheap. It's ninety nine cents for a two Shasta. liter. Yeah. yeah, it's ninety nine cents. I me too. I'll, I'll buy, buy one. Yeah, I'll buy it. But I'm not going to tell you that it's better or it tastes the same as Coke because if we're being real, it doesn't. It's yeah. very similar. Yep, but it's not. That's right. It's not. That's right. They're copycat. And that's not me hating on CG. I have a CGC slab. I'm probably going to crack it on TikTok to just break the souls of any. I talk, I talk about this on my Instagram. CGC people. I don't know why we're going off on CGC guys, but they remind me of the CrossFit slash vegans of the world. They have to tell everyone that they are in CrossFit or they are in vegan. I know. They right? Like, I, I noticed that too. Like, dude, I, I grade CGC. It's like, that's fine. I didn't ask you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't go around telling people, hey, I got PSA. Yeah. I don't do that. But like literally someone B- who grades CGC. People talking like BGS. Like, yeah, yeah, I got this BGS 9 and this BGS 9.5. Yeah. And I got this pristine. I got a PSA. Yeah. Yeah. No. When people start talking about grading cards, I don't insert myself and be like, oh, you know PSA is the best company around, right? Like, I don't do that. But I swear, you could be talking and someone, someone like in the comments would be like, CGC is amazing. It's like. You're like that CrossFit guy who just can't like keep it to himself. Nobody cares. You right. know what I mean? That's great. I, I'm glad you like CGC. I'm not a fan. I didn't ask. I don't need your solicited services. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like a vegan. A vegan has to tell you they're vegan. They have to. Yeah. They can order a salad with no meat on it. No nothing. It, no it cheese. Implied. Nothing. It would be implied. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a, Can I get a salad with no meat, no protein, no nothing on it? He's like, yeah, that's fine. They're like, oh, I'm vegan. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't care. You, If you order something, right. I'm going to give it to you. Right. You don't need to. You don't need to add the extra. Yeah. No, I don't want any protein, no meat. Because I'm vegan. Because I'm vegan. Yeah. What do you want me to give you a freaking award? Yeah. Well, great, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would assume. <laughs> great. I, I would assume. I would assume that you had some type of complex <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Something because you uh, you said you didn't want these. Either you just don't like the taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it hurts your stomach, or you can't digest it. You have you know something Look wrong. This. Did we talk okay, about this before? Cool. You know, Here, like, here's, it. Cool. here's CGC grading standards. This is this is what I have. So one, I don't really like the slab. Two, okay, I don't like the slab. That's my first thing. I want you guys to hear this. I don't like the slab compared to a PSA slab. And then and then and no gimmicks, I don't like, I agree. I don't like the fact that they don't have actual guidelines on how they grade their cards. They're very subjective. I think we've talked about this before. Well. Look agree. at what a pristine ten is. This is what this is on their website. The card must have perfect centering and no evidence of any manufacturing defects. Are there any sweet, ratios that maybe sweet. could tell me what perfect centering is? Yeah, you, sweet. What's your machine? What is your machine is and what's the what's the you know room for error? No, no factory defects. That's like how I, I don't I don't know. I doubt there's even a card that's ever been printed from factory that's like pristine. Like right. I'm talking about clean. Yeah, yeah. There's there's giveaway here. Nine point five, excellent centering. Exhibit only neg- negligible handling and manufacturing defects. This is all subjective to the guy that's looking at it. Yeah. What if he? What if you have fifty fifty centering? And he's like, 
that's 55-50 or 55-45. It's, it's good. It's not excellent. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's like, now, if he had to follow specific guidelines, I said, no, if it meets this criteria, you right. have to give this right. grade. Yep. Just like in, in college or in school. Like a, like a checklist. Yes. If it meets this, you have to score this. It's not up to you whether or not it gets it based on a word that's subjective. Right. Because right. excellent to me means less than PSA 8 quality. Yes. Because I think of 8 as near mint. I think is nine as mint. I think is ten as gem mint. When I hear excellent, I'm like, that's at least worse than an eight. But these guys, the excellent centering apparently means nine point five. Right. So like, and then and then you know their their excuse could be, well, it's because we have professional graders. You can trust us. We're professionals. It's like, well, how do we know that? Right. What have you done to prove this? Right. Um, and I don't care if you have a professional. Professionals make make mistakes. Professional athletes make mistakes all the time. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why we need specific grading criteria that says, okay, this, this is what you're allowed. This is what can happen. And we can show you in the subgrades when you get these things. Like that's transparent. That's legit. Go to PSA's website. They have specific ratios and they even give you like, oh, you get one minor deficiency on your card. You get one minor, you know, blemish on this. You're allowed this. You're allowed that. It, they're clear very clear very, very clear. transparent it's easy it's easy to know that's why when you guys are like what's my grade i look at it I'm like oh you're gonna get this and because I think, there's I a think, cheat sheet people, on the website that tells you what it is yeah and i think people are like oh psa grades easier and blah, blah blah no i don't think they grade easier i'm sure everyone has their own grading standards and obviously it is subjective so if you have a nick on your on your card obviously it's subjective to whoever's grading it how bad the nick really is right right but, right at the end of the day... But a blemish is a blemish, and if you're allowed one, yeah. you're going to get this score. Exactly. And at, at the end of the day, if you're going through a checklist of things, mm-hmm. rather than just going by your own subjective opinion, yeah. what you're going to have a lot mean? more accurate yeah. cards coming out from your company. Mm-hmm. More consistent. More consistent, sorry. Instead of just giving yeah. everyone 9.5s. Exactly. Or just having a bunch of CGC 9s out there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Like, are they, are they just giving 9s so that when they give a 10... Whoever gets a ten, you know, is going to raise their value because mm-hmm. this is the only CGC ten. Yeah, of it's this an ego card. thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, are they thing. trying? Is that like a? Is that like a, a building? Right, building. You know, uh, and here's the thing: fake hype or something. Maybe CGC has been doing comic books for how long? Since like 2000, I think. Right, so 20 years of grading comics. Right. If they were such a big deal in the space, everyone would be collating and tra- collating, collecting and trading comic books. We wouldn't even be doing trading cards. Right. Because CGC would be like, hey, did you know you can buy these comic books and for this much? And then you grade them and then turn in this. Everyone would already be doing that right now. But instead, we went to cards because we saw PSA and BGS. We're like, wow, that is yep. cool. I mean, and then... And there are comic book flippers or sellers that do stuff like that. I, but then, it would have took over the game. The, if uh, it was so popular and it was so good. The only two... The only two... Uh, this is like another side note, too. Like, I, I know we're just keep throwing stuff into the fire. But, I mean, there's just so much fuel. There's like... Yeah, it doesn't stop. Like the only two professional grading companies I've ever seen on national television are PSA and BGS. Yep, both of them on Pawn Stars. Yeah, and then I got a lot of flack too for um for the three hundred thousand dollar Blastoise that sold in the CGC. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, look at that. Now are they a big deal? It's like I don't know. We we looked at the article. It seemed like a huge press move. Yeah. Like, hey, let's make this article about this big sale so that we can put ourselves on the if map. I, if I was a, if I was a regional manager of CGC, like what big collector they, out there is like, oh, let me get that CGC eight Blastoise 
they'd be like, no, I want a PSA or BG. Any who bought that? That's what, that's what I'm saying. If I was a, if, I, if I was a regional manager of, yeah. of CGC and I was like, I'm gonna go buy this yeah. this PSA 10 CGC Blastoise from Homeboy, you know what I mean? Yeah. For three hundred thousand, make an article about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the only person who would do it. Right. Look at uh, Nike just got blasted for this. Who like I, I don't the understand. vice president of Nike. You could find a PSA 10 Blastoise in a PSA. In, well, it was yeah. a it was a it was a prototype card though so that's what made it special but who the heck sent it into cgc anyone who had that card yeah is someone who like knows what they're doing yeah because that doesn't fall in your lap and you're like i'm gonna send it to cgc it's cheaper and it's faster someone (laughs) someone who's either like a friend of cgc you know exactly exactly hey you know we'll take care of you yeah you could send that to us and we'll take care of it yeah yeah that's what that was i i just i know it was guys yeah that's definitely what it seemed like Everyone couldn't understand why Nike reselling was such a big deal. For I'm talking about the the shoes that were like three hundred dollars on pre order, right. and then when they drop, they're like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. The vice president of Nike had to resign like this week because she was selling her son the shoes at retail by the thousands, and he was the guy on StockX selling them for two thousand, three thousand, whatever the price may be, but no one knew they were related. No one mm. knew that his mom was the VP of Nike Shoes. What? So she was like, so these things were selling out before they hit the market. Kind of like how these guys know um, distributors. That's crazy. These guys that go to Walmart and they're like, hey, the distributor's going to be there at 5 p.m. He's going to unload the truck into my truck. Walmart will be empty before they even move the I cars. I know that happens for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. I met, I met up with a guy on OfferUp that was, uh, exactly. he told me he did that. Exactly. So this guy was doing it with Nike. That's crazy. Tens of thousands of shoes. Yeah, no, but that's a deep connection. That's why that's crazy. Cause that's like that, nuts. That's what I'm saying. It's like so his so mom's a millionaire. Like it could be a, it mom's be a, a millionaire who feeds her son shoes at retail, yeah. and he becomes a multimillionaire. And it's totally legal. Well, they got she got caught. She had to resign. No, she had to resign. But I'm saying it's totally legal. Yeah, nothing illegal about it. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just <laughs> bad juju. Scummy. Yeah. Um. That I don't know what that had to do with anything, but. I just want you guys to see how scummy that could be. Had to do with the CGC. Yeah. There could be some scum in there. The only thing, and this is my argument, the only thing I've ever heard from CGC collectors is that it's cheaper and faster. And the only reason that matters is because you need to make a time-sensitive sale because you probably leveraged leveraged your credit that is due here pretty soon that you need to make a payment on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. There was no rush. There's no rush if you're Mm -hmm. not pressed for time. There's no rush. Why mm-hmm. are we doing this? And yeah, we that was, do. That was actually a really good. That was actually a really good point. We'll buy CGC slabs. I will buy CGC slabs. You're going to hear it. In, you're going to hear it in the top five. Yeah, I don't have a problem with CGC, but I will not grade CGC until yeah. they are like confirmed better than BGS or PSA. Yeah. Then I'll do okay. Yeah, you guys are number two. All right, that's fair. Yep. Number three, no. Yeah, and I, I, I challenge anybody. <laughs> no. Challenge anybody that 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 may disagree with us. Give uh, us a good reason in, in the podcast. Give us a good reason. Give us some stuff to think about. Some change our perspective. You know, we're completely open. I know it sounds like we're not. It sounds like we're just dogging CGC, but we're not. We're dogging <clears throat> the amount of hype and, and attention that it's getting for no good reason. For just, being an undercutter. Yeah, for being an undercutter, and it's like, hey, why? How come? How come we don't praise the people on eBay that undercut everyone? Right. When you see a cheap car on eBay, you're like, oh, it must be in bad condition. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you do. You're like, I'd rather pay for the expensive one because it's in mint condition. This guy's undercutting by fifty bucks. Why would he be doing that? It must be damaged. I'm not even gonna look at it. Yep, That's same true. mentality. So, any of you guys that that may disagree with us, if you are a CGC person by heart and that's what you do, great. Yeah, 
Go but, ahead, cuss us out. I don't hey, care. <laughs> hey, if you're on Say our Discord, something. if you're in our Discord, drop a comment in in the general tab, whatever. Here's, tag, a, here's tag another thing, though, too. Would you rather have 100 graded PSA slabs yeah. or 100 graded Here's another thing CGC that I totally slabs. understand. Here's another thing that I totally understand. Not everyone makes the same amount of money that I do. Right. And it's it's more cost effective to grade like that. That's There's nothing wrong with that. But what I know, what this is what I do know. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's CGC is selling. They're not keeping this for their yep. personal collection. They're like, well, I went with CGC because I'm poor or I don't have a lot of money to allocate towards a good grade. So I'm just going to, you know, use this and this will be what I have. And I'm, I'm good with that. Everyone's like, oh, no, I sell my stuff. It's cheaper. It's faster. Why, why wouldn't you do that? It's like, because I don't respect the brand. So I'm not going to be a customer of yours. You're going to be selling to someone who doesn't know any better. Right. Or someone who's going to buy it and crack it. Yeah, then I'll yeah. be your customer at that point. Exactly. Like I said, CGC <laughs> was a cheaper, faster alternative. Not going to be for much longer. For, not going to be for much longer, obviously. But, you know, for some people, that was a great thing. For resellers and scalpers, that's a great thing. For flippers, great. Mm-hmm. For some of the people, for other people. There's also nothing wrong with doing that. It's none of my business what you do. Yeah. And for for other people I'm who. Just, I'm just putting in my piece. May not have. Uh, enough money to support a PSA grade now, right, especially right, yeah. with the, with the yeah, cost. I can't, I can't afford $150 hey. for an express grade. It's like, that's fine. That's, I totally get that. Yeah. And I hold nothing against but you it's for weird. that. Every single time I talk to somebody who has that answer. It's a sales pitch. Every single, no, I talk to somebody that has an answer like, oh, I graded, I'm like, why'd you rate CGC? They're like, oh, it's cheaper. And I'm like, okay. And most of the guys that, that are in our discord are like, well, I mean, I can, I can only afford CGC right now. Yeah. But next year i'm looking at getting psa yeah next year i want to do this or i buy right. psa graded slabs and then, but, but my thing too though it's like hey is dude, that if cool. you don't have the money to grade your gems they should just stay raw yeah they should you should uh, what i'm talking about is like my chart i have my charizard out right now and my psa 9 charizard you know this card goes for a couple hundred raw probably more probably like seven eight hundo raw why in the world would I put this in a slab that does not increase its value by, you know, a significant amount? My card's worth about 3000 bucks right now. If I put that in a CGC slab, I'm not getting 3K. Right. And I'm not even going to sell this thing. But my point is, you don't buy something nice because, you know, if, if that's your excuse to say, well, I don't have enough money, well, then I want to tell you, the next thing I want to tell you is, well, you know, you don't have to buy expensive cards either. You should probably figure out your money thing before you start doing this thing that costs a lot of money. You know what I mean? That's irresponsible on your end to be buying stuff that you can't afford and then going cheap to grade it. Okay. You don't buy a Lamborghini and then put crappy O'Reilly tires on it or yeah, O'Reilly's parts. You don't go buy an O'Reilly's filter. No, you pay the good money for the good stuff. To ensure that what you paid for stays in the condition (laughs) that it is in when you got it. There's so many things. And again... At the end of the day, it's none of my business. You can do whatever you want. I'm just sharing my insight because a lot of people are like, what do you it's think all about it is, guys. this? Hey, yeah. That's all it is. It's just, it's just our opinion. Do whatever you want. You it's can insight. Yeah. It's do whatever advice. you want. You know what I mean? You guys mm-hmm. can do whatever you want. Don't get super butthurt. We're here. We're just, we're just, just talking about where, it. Just where my mind goes. Hey, most, yeah, most of you guys are like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. And you guys want to know what we think? This is what we think. It's not, it's not the most you it's know, like buying, sugar-coated okay, or like... You buy an iPhone 11 or iPhone 12 for thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars and then you go buy a phone case that's five bucks that's not going to protect it. Mm-hmm. Why'd you do that? Well, it's cheap. It's like, well, then why did you buy an iPhone 12 if you're worried about cheap? Right. You should have went and bought a damn Samsung or something. Like, you know what I mean? A 
two years ago to uh, what is it samsung 7 like right yeah, something yeah, that's yeah, three or yeah. four yeah. years old yeah something. if you're worried about money why did you buy the most expensive phone out right now doesn't make sense you yep. should be doing everything you can to protect it you know like that's just where i go that's where my mind goes when people try to pity me with the i'm poor and i don't have money for this so it's like well to be honest with you you shouldn't be in the vintage car game because it is a very expensive game and that's not to say that you don't belong yeah but you should not be making these moves that could potentially hurt you financially you're not ready for that and that's something a lot of people don't want to hear right if you only have five hundred dollars in your bank account Please you do should not. Be, please do not go buy a raw five hundred dollars yeah. Charizard. You just you're just not on that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't do it. And go, there's nothing wrong buy, with that. Go buy ten twenty dollars cards. Wrong with that. Go buy Pokey ten Rev. twenty dollars cards. Take the other half and grade them. And then Pokey you got Rev money. buys cards, you know, that are probably like a quarter to half of my like mortgage. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> That doesn't make I don't I don't feel inferior to Pokerev. Yeah. Like he he's buying all the expensive stuff and I'm poor and I can't get it. It's like I'm not on that level yet. Okay, I have no problem buying cards that are you know like you know under two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I have an issue buying cards that are over three thousand dollars. It's like well that's kind of ooh I don't know. That's gonna hurt me. Yeah, yeah that's gonna, that's hurt, gonna me. hurt a little bit. So it's like stay in your lane. Don't burden people with your problems and don't do what you want. Don't hype. <laughs> don't. Don't hype something to try and make it seem more valuable than what it is because it's it's in your best it, interest. Yeah, it is it is what it is. What it is. <laughs> That's it. Like that 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 phrase could have never been used better. It just is what it is. Like if you like Don't the great CGC, it. great CGC. Yep. You like their slabs better than PSA? Do it. Do it. But if do you, not yeah, try and get in a fight with your buddy on TikTok <laughs> about what's better. Yeah, and don't try to get in a fight with other TikTok creators. If mm-hmm. they want to use GMA, let, let them. them. Let them. Let them. They like it. Let them use GMA. If they you want to use learn MGT, in due time. Anyone will learn in yeah. due time. MGT, MNT, whatever these other grading companies are yeah. that are unheard of, no one's ever heard of before. If they want to use it, it, let them use it. And it's they all, will, and they'll yeah. figure it out. They'll figure it out. But okay. I don't need shed, to prove we're anything. We're shedding our light yeah. that. That all these people are saying, oh, you should definitely go CGC, and you've seen yeah. all these things on social media. I won't ever force it you to do something. And Facebook, I won't ever force you to do Google, nothing. Like, oh, dude, CGC just made a big sale, and it's like boom yeah. and blah blah. I it's told like, you they were coming no, up. Yeah. We're just giving you the real. People facts. just want to be right. That's yeah. what it is. They just want to be told that they were right. Yeah, they want to be the next person. Like, oh, dude, I was there too. I called it. I was. I called it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like one of the first hundred there that that was like CGC. Yeah, it's like anybody else. And what did that do for you? Yeah, you like sponsored or what? No, like oh no, but I called it. I knew it. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you you're right? Yes. Uh, okay, you're right. I'm a trendsetter. Yeah, get out of my face. Great. <laughs> All right, you're right. Hey, Go away. I'm a trendsetter. Sweet, dude. Is that what that means? You? Exactly. Perfect. We went off on a huge rant there. That's Detective Pikachu for you. PSA prices. <laughs> we are... Yeah. Wow, that was a deep one. Yeah, this is going to be a long, long podcast, guys, but hopefully you guys get some value. I know we talked a whole bunch about CGC. Give you guys a ton of different opinions on it and insight. The PSA so, prices still work. That was the subject of this. So they still work. Yeah, still work. You have to make better decisions as a collector and you can't send all your cards to flip at PSA.com. You can't. You got to actually pull rare cards or you have to spend money on rare cards raw, which hurts people. They, they, they're gone are the days where you could spend $5 on a hit, hit and then turn it into a $100 bill. Very rarely can you do that. Now, you have to buy a $100 card and you have to make sure the condition's good and you, you have, have to grade to, it for you this. You have to do a little bit of research. Yeah. And you have to go you out and see. You have to do hey, the good stuff. Yes. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, let me get that whole lot and I'm just going to grade them. Can't yeah. do that. Yep. Can't do it. And I'm, I'm all for that. I like Makes it. Makes you step up your game. 
Yeah, that does it though for the PSA CGC talking. Uh, the talk lecture, about. you guys' <laughs> lecture, dad's the, lecture today. The rant, whatever it is. <laughs> right. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into some Digi stuff. Let's go. Digimon, Digimon cards. Y'all got Boom any more right than now. Digimon cards? We're Digimon. not going modern this week. Big We're going moves. back into the vintage era. Series 3. One of the rarest sets of vintage Digimon. If you find sealed Series 3 Digimon, you buy it. I have not found any I know it's, it's so unfortunate too because I think Series Three Digimon is probably the ones that the Digimon the that like best. yeah the ones the that I, best. I next to like the most Series Three and like Series Five are like the top tier favorite character Digimon sets. We're gonna dig into it today. So first thing I want to talk to you guys about Series Three. It was the first series of Digi Battle cards that had the new card format and look. So they have the dark blue look. The Digimon are like three dimensional. Artwork's kind of like you know. PlayStation 1 style, PlayStation 2 look, <laughs> right? It was all that. Hollows were still the same. Gold techs were still the same. Pull rates were about the same. Um, but it was the first one with the new look. So if you look at se- Series 1 and Series 2, you'll see it has the cartoon look. It's a light blue card, which I actually like that look. I wish they would have kept it, but because I like the anime look over the 3D look. Um, even though I Series 3 is still sick. Um has probably the grail. It, it it probably has the grail of Digimon in it. And we'll, we'll get to that here pretty soon. If not number two. It's it's, it's one or two. Anyways. Um, first series with the new look. If you find a booster box. Which I have never found. And I look all the time. If you find a booster box of series three Digimon. You pay whatever price the guy's asking. I, <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I don't doubt it. No, I don't, I don't doubt I it. I have been looking since like December. Nothing. Yeah, this Digimon stuff is difficult. Nothing. Especially so if you stuff. find a sealed Series 3 box, you find a, a Euro box of Series 3, you get it. Loose packs, blister packs. I have not. I don't even know what they look like. Nobody knows what they look like. That's how rare these are. It's like, what does a, what does a booster look like? I don't know. Mm. Nobody knows. <laughs> you can't, like, Google it. It's just gone. One huh. of the most short-printed sets of cards ever. That's what makes them so desirable right now is that Digimon did not make a lot. And that is one of the most attractive things to people that are looking for gold. Scarcity. Um, so if you find packs, if you got a connection, this is what I would do. I would start finding Digimon profiles on Instagram. Some of these guys are freaking goats. They have top-tier content. They have cards you have never seen in your life that are worth hundreds raw. <laughs> and they share information about it. They share lots of good information. They're fr- dude, something about Digimon guys, they're like super chill. They're not these like elitist, I'm going to say a bad word. They're not these elitist assholes in Pokemon that think they're better than everyone. They're super chill. I've literally had like 3 or 4 Digimon profiles who could make my collection look like a child's collection. They're like, "Dude, I love your content. You have sick cards." That's cool. And I'm like, "Me?" Dude, do you know that you just posted a $1,000 card that's raw? You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, but you're cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just like super chill. Yeah. I made it. I have friends now. I have Digimon friends who are like, bro, I got some rare cards if you want them. And that's I'm like, cool. how much? They're like, well, it's not cheap, but I know that you like this stuff and I'm willing to do it for you before you hit eBay. And I'm like, what? Super chill. Follow. You got to find these guys. Find them on Instagram. They share so much information. That's how I've learned a lot. Learn so much more because you can't find crap on Google. 
super friendly. Um, yeah, it's just very weird vibes. It's like with Digimon, we're like, when we see someone balling out, we're just like, that's sick, dude. You're you're cool. Like, it's so it not, be, that's how it should be all around. Yeah, it's not like this. Oh, you're one of those guys. Oh, that's nothing. It, it, you see a Digimon card that's got some clout. You're like, you, you are you are awesome, dude. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing. I can't explain it. You'll see it when you get on Instagram. Start following these guys. Just search Digimon. Go to users. Start looking at people's profiles that are just ballers. They're super chill guys. I mean, these are guys with like 100, 200, 300 followers. They're not like big accounts where they're like, oh, I'm too cool to talk to you. They're just normal dudes that are like, dude, I've had these cards for 20 years. That's crazy. Weird. It's such a weird mentality change. Weird. I'm telling you. Friendly people. Um, so loose packs. If you find blister packs, I don't know what they look like. I would assume that they're at least $200. If you were to find one, I would not be surprised if there's at least like $200 price points. Maybe even 500 each. Um... For just one. Yeah. Oh, wow. The hits. Secret hollows. So they're called secret hollows. They're just hollows. There are 44 of them in series three. So we talked about this in the discord. To pull your favorite Digimon in a hollow is very hard, which makes it extremely rare. But to pull a hollow in general, you are going to get one probably like in every three packs, maybe even less (laughs) because there's 44 of them and the sets only like 60 cards. So you're going to get a hollow. Just which which monster are you going to get? That's the tough thing. When there's 44 of them, you have a 1 in 44 chance in a heavy pack that you're going to get one, the guy you want. Um, but you, all the favorites. You got Vmons, Agumons, Gabumons. You got, I mean, every starter, starter, every uh, companion like Digimon, uh, TV show character, they have them in hollows. Right. So it's Series 3. If you want to find hollow Digimon cards, just type in Series 3 Digimon hollow on eBay. Have fun. Um, the chase cards, the big hitters though, War Greymon, the one that I shared with you guys that I got, um, it should be getting graded here very soon. And I may have hopefully a piece of history. I may have a piece, piece of history here very soon. Um, so it's that card, gold text or hollow, a metal Garurumon. So he's the other one. I have two gold texts, but they're not that great condition. Um, probably like six, maybe seven on a good day, maybe even worse, maybe five, but, um, he comes in hollow as well. So, like, if you got those cards in hollows, you would be sitting pretty. Um, as a matter of fact, I tried to get a hollow War Greymon uh, about two weeks ago on bid. Uh, my max bid was 12 hundo, and I lost at 1800 in the last second. Crazy. You we're talking $2,000 for a raw card. That is, we are now getting into the realm of Shadowless Charizards, first mm-hmm. editions. That's what we're looking at. Yeah. Raw. Raw. Uh, insane um which is yeah it's it's amazing but there's 44 hollows so to me they're they seem more common because they're they were literally easier to pull it's just there's not enough sealed product for you to get the one you want that's the that's the tough part but the more rare hits were gold text you had uh your war graymon metal garurumon serifimon serifimon um and then serifmon buchimon those are your gold text um all great cards. I have two out of the four. I do have a Seraphmon in inbound. Um, I paid seventy bucks for mine. I think he's nine or ten worthy, honestly. Um, but uh, what was I going with that? Oh, I ha- he's been in the mail for like a month and a half. He came from Canada. Oh wow! Got turned around at some point. Now coming back, it's like he's been in the mail since December. 
Oof. It's crazy. Um, and I've been talking back and forth with the guy, so luckily he's been cool. Uh, but yeah, I got three out of the four golds, so that's kind of something cool. I don't really care for the Buchimon, Buchiamon, but uh, it's in there. Um, and that's pretty much it. Series 3 is one of the rarest sets around. Pretty much any set, I mean, Series 3 through 6 are some of the best sets in Digimon ever made. They're the rarest sets, they're the most shortest print, most scarce things around. Um, but this one, Series 3 is significant because it was the first of its kind with the new format. The very first War Greymons, the very first Metal Groom. It's kind of like a first edition for the the new Digibattle look. So um, hopefully you guys like that stuff. I love seeing your guys' Digimon cards in the Discord because I know how hard they are to find, which means you guys are digging. When you guys send stuff and I'm like, wow, I've been looking for that card for months and you got one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I believe it was a Seraphmon. Someone had a hollow Seraphmon. I was like, That's crazy. What? I was like, I've only been able to find the gold text. How did you find the hollow? Um, I think uh, I think someone had a Raidramon hollow, which is really hard to find. I was like, are you kidding me? Hmm. I can only find non-hollows. And, and I search this stuff religiously. It just happens, you know, right place, right time. Sometimes you catch it right when the listing drops. You know what I mean? Right. You buy it, it never shows up again. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's DigiDestined. Um, these are great cards. Series 3 is great. You cannot go wrong. They are a pretty penny, so don't be alarmed when you see crazy prices on these cards. It's normal. It's normal to see a common card sell for forty bucks, fifty bucks. It's normal to see a hollow sell for two, three hundo. That's like that's that is the norm. And that's it, guys. Let's get into uh, the heart of the cards. Was there something else I need to say? No, that's just a whole lot of Digimon stuff. Digimon, like it. Di- di- All right, let's go. Let's go. Headphone check, headphone check, one, two, three. I'm just kidding. All right, all right, I'm guys. just kidding. We turned it down for you guys. <laughs> we did. We turned down the audio. Uh, we heard some people had some problems with it clipping. Apparently, but... you guys are deaf now, so you're not... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry you can't listen to the podcast anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kidding. Got banned. This week on Heart of the Cards, guys, um, we have something a little new. I know we've uh, been touching on... We touched on the rarities so that you guys can get um, a little more used to the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, collecting. And uh, we talked about the three first sets of Yu-Gi-Oh! Legend of Blue Eyes, uh, Metal Raiders, and Spell Rulers, also known as Magic Rulers. Um, but now I thought I was gonna, br- I think I'm gonna bring up <clears throat> a modern set for those that um, can't get their hands on some of this vintage stuff that I'm talking about. So this is a very modern set, came out this year, uh, last month. So released in February, uh, released February 5th, 2021. Uh, this set is called Blazing Vortex. It contains 101 cards. Five of those cards are Starlights, 10 of them are Secrets, 14 are Ultra, 26 are Super, and 50 are Common. Blazing Vertex. Um, and you, <laughs> you can pick up a booster box for about 60 bucks. So not bad. A pretty cheap um, alternative if you want to rip packs, you want to rip and sip, um, you want to rip and ship, you want to send a pack to your friend, whatever it is. Um, the booster box comes with 24 packs. I just recently opened up some uh, booster boxes myself. Um, I like this set personally. I like it a lot. Um, I there's some cards in there that that weren't exactly like the most expensive or the rarest cards, but that I really liked. Just pulling them, I enjoyed pulling it and I enjoyed seeing it in there. Um, so the fact that this is a new set with new Yu-Gi-Oh cards in it, and me being an old head, um, me having the amount of enjoyment that I did out of it, uh, I recommend to anybody else who likes Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Um, so if you're familiar with the Armed Dragon, 
um, series of cards. Uh, they have some new variants of those, the Armed Dragon Thunders. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, the hits in this set are going to be, of course, all the Starlight Rares. Those obviously go for anywhere from like $300 and up, raw. And then who knows what they are graded, because usually whoever pulls it, pulls it um, either sells it raw or they grade them, and the ones that are graded is very, very low pop. So you're basically going to be able to name your own price if you pull a Starlight Rare. Basically, CGC, name your price. <laughs> so, and some of the other hits... Some of the other hits on here are, uh, other than the Starlight Rares, are Underworld Goddess of the Closed World and Pot of Prosperity. Um, I know Underworld Goddess sells, I think, for about 30 bucks, and Pot of, Pot of Prosperity is right around 80 raw. Um, just remember, guys. CGC, though? <laughs> 95. I don't, know. I don't know. 95, that's $15. I don't know who would send a Starlight Rare Profit to baby. CGC, um, but if you did, let me know. You guys are like Yankees fans. I don't hate the Yankees, but I hate their fans so much that I hate the team. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Raiders, Warriors, they're all the same. <laughs> Patriots, all that stuff. Right, yeah. Your fan base yeah. is what makes me hate you. Right. All right. Um, that was... Okay. Go. I'm done. So anyways, Blazing Vortex, guys, is super cool set. Um, the Starlights in them, like I said, once you get them graded, usually not a lot of people pull the Starlights. And if you do pull the Starlights, like I said, there's five different ones. So... If there's five people that pull them, um, they, I think there's one in every two cases, I think is the... Uh, yeah, it's a one, 24 boxes, one in 24 boxes, pretty much. Yeah, one in 24 boxes, because there's 12, Nuts. there's 12 boxes, 12 booster boxes in one case of Yu-Gi-Oh! You know who's been a... So that's, that's 24 boxes. You know who's been a lotto for us? Crazy. Is our local card store. Oh, yeah. How many have you pulled? Uh, from there? Yeah. Two. And I pulled one. Yeah. That means out of, what is that, 24... 36 boxes in 36 boxes me and Devin pulled three starlights yeah but we only bought one box each yeah that means we pretty much three cases of their booster boxes are done why <laughs> because we have them yeah yeah crazy luck it's never happened like that so these starlights guys they're extremely extremely rare when you pull them trust me you will know you will know what it is and you see it yeah they look if so you're an old head, they're you're like, so fake I need to yeah. look what a, I need to look at what a starlight rare is just in case you know I pull it and I don't know Trust me, when you see it, if you, you will be like, oh, that is definitely... If you ever remember, like, those vending machine trading cards, like, they'd have, like, Pokemon, Digimon, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, yeah. Vending machine or, like, Chuck E. Cheese yeah. or, like, anything you could win, like, a little prize with, like, a quarter. They look like that. Like, just so prismatic. Yeah. Ultra hollow. You're like, what the heck is that? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's real. It's real. They're the real deal. Yeah, and you'll definitely, you'll definitely be able to tell when you see one. Um, but that about does it for Heart of the Cards. That's Blazing Vortex, guys. Go check it out. Um, if you don't necessarily want to go out and buy a booster box or any packs, that's totally cool. Um, go look at the Starlight Rares. Maybe you snipe one raw and you go get hey. graded and you're, you're the pop one. And you get to name your price. Little plug here. Who knows? Maybe you go to G's store and you buy a first edition Genesis Impact box, pull a collector's rare. There's that too. I pulled a collector's rare from one of her boxes. First pack magic. Yeah. No, I, I think I was halfway through the box. I pulled, I, I pulled the collector's reference too. Mm-hmm. She's got some hitters. I think uh, we're off tangent here. Soggy pulled the Dragon Ball super hit out of his box. Oh, nice. Yes, he pulled the hit. Yeah, in so his got, Dragon Ball. G Store got some hits. Go check so it now out, guys. I'm not even going to open mine because I'm like, what? <laughs> if he got it, I don't know though. She's got boxes of that miraculous revival. Yeah. So, oh, we're out of audio. 
That, do, that does it. That does it. All We're right. dropping hard of the cards, guys. Let's get into Devoncourt segment. Let's, Let's go. go. Top five. <laughs> CGC top five. No, I'm kidding, guys. You guys don't hate us for this. I'm literally joking at this point. Uh, Devin Core segment. So, this week, not too many cards. We're going to have a bunch of lookouts for you guys to look at. But I had a very interesting thing pop up in my mind. I was like, hey, Shining Face is a very cool set. I like the cards. We opened it up the other day. So, I went and I looked at the card list. It was very, Super rewarding. Very first time I went and looked it all, looked it all up. And um, I saw these like special Eternatus V and V Max gold cards. They're like the secrets, and um, so I was like, "All right, cool, let's check them out." How much you guys want to bet? We're gonna get a Charizard in that same format. Oh yeah, definitely. They're they're just precursing it. Yeah. Um, but they're black and gold. They're black and gold, and then um, I'll, I'll actually give you my insight after I talk through all of these on it. What I think Pokemon's doing, but um, they're black and gold cards. The Eternatus V SV one twenty one from Shining Fates. Sells raw for about twenty five to fifty bucks, and then the V Max goes for right about the same price, twenty five to fifty, which is kind of odd because you would think a V Max would go for more, and especially being the Shining Vault and it being like, especially if these C- are this. I'm not sure. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but if these are the same cards as the playable ones in Darkness Ablaze, they should be worth way more. Right. If it's the same card just in a different color and different color texture and yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I didn't really look up. I didn't look up the attacks and stuff. But yeah, I didn't it read might it either. Be. Yep. Um, so, with that being said, I was kind of curious. I was like, "Hey, there's other cards out there like this. They're not exactly like it because obviously these are pulled from um, product, and the other ones are promos." So I bet you guys know what card I'm talking about. We got Zashin V SWSH 076 and Zamazenta V SWSH 077. So those two cards were from the uh, Sword and Shield like premium ultra premium collection box um came in the black box and uh, you got these cards as promos now raw they go for about the same price which doesn't surprise me so i'm sure whoever pulled these eternatus v and v max got their prices from the other two cards they say hey they're similar cards let's just price them around the same price these go raw for about 25 to 50 um a cgc 9 of the zashin v sold for 69 dollars. a psa 10 sold for 469 dollars so just another, um, another like some more fuel to the fire. Mm, Usually a PSA mm, nine sells for half the mm, price of a ten, mm-hmm. and a CGC that's nine a, that's a population sold for way less. That's a population slash undercutting market right there. Yeah, that sold for significantly less than four hundred sixty nine dollars. Wow. So I'm sure a PSA nine would sell probably for like one hundred twenty. Oh yeah, one twenty five maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe a little more. Yeah. Um. But most most of the PSA uh, listings they were um, tagged together, so I had to take like a an estimate, like cut the price in half. Like, okay, this slab, that slab. Mm-hmm. Um, the next card up, Zamazenta V, um, SWSH zero seventy seven, raw twenty five fifty, PSA nine eighty, and a PSA ten um, four hundred sixty nine bucks. So again, um, these cards, I know the promos; they were guaranteed that you were going to get them, and then the Eternatus V and V Max are not. But with them having similar price ranges, you can assume that when they get graded, they'll probably have the similar um, price range as well. But the fact that they are not a promo, but they are from the 25th anniversary celebration, I guess you could say. Um, so they're both unique in their own ways. I understand they're, they're different, but these are, the only, these are the only cards we have to compare. Now, my, my take on it is, so we had Zamazenta and Zashin V come out as a promo 
in black and gold. Um, and I think what Pokemon was doing was they wanted to bring some attention. Hey, let's see how many people will actually buy these these premium or ultra ultra premium collection boxes if we throw in this sick looking new card. Mm. Right? Let's see how much attraction we can get. I can see that. Okay? Yeah. They threw it out there during one of the best times that people were scalping. People bought up these ultra premium collections. 100 bucks. Yeah. And then they'd sell them for yeah. 200 S- Sell them for 200 And uh, so Pokemon, I'm sure, was like, hey, this is a pretty big hit. But they're hip to everybody being resellers and there's a lot of hype. So I think in Shining Fates, they came out again with the black and gold. They turned his V in VMAX. You know what I mean? They came out with they came out with him in Shining Fates. There's really no hype around it. No one really cares about Nintendo's V or V Max. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just came out in Darks of the Blaze. No one really cares. Besides but, his play, but they want to yeah. see where his they want to see where that card marketplace is going to go after he gets graded in a ten. How much is he going to sell for? Because then that's basically going to be how much hype or how much attention they're going to get when they put a Charizard out there that's in Charizard, the same v, yeah. texture, same coloring, same artwork and stuff. You they're know going to make a Charizard V Max in black and gold, and they're going to make a, chi- a shiny Charizard V in black and gold. Right. It's just going to, oh, man. So I think this is a precursor. So this is a, the reason why I want to bring it up is because I think this or is a precursor. Or Max Pikachu. Jeez, there's so much stuff. This Ugh. is a precursor to um, a new type of Charizard that's going to be coming out that's probably going to trump the 25th anniversary one. You know what I mean? There's going to be a, a big thing of people saying, oh, this is the 25th well, one, and this is the gold one, and this right, is this yeah, one, yeah. and this is the Champion's Path one. Technically, Shining Fates is not the anniversary set. Yeah. We're supposed to be getting Sorry, an anniversary set sometime this year. Now, and I'm not talking about the jumbo cards with the starters. Like, right. there's literally supposed to be like, I wonder if it's the holiday set that's going to be coined as this. Yeah, is our because remember Generations was the 20th anniversary deal, right? And then they actually had like a 20 uh, a 20th anniversary ETB. like ETB, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they didn't do that this year. So basically, what I'm saying is, guys, is if you're all these people are going crazy over the Charizards, I've hit on it every single time a new Charizard has come out. I've always made sure to talk to you guys and make sure that we get an understanding that, hey. Although this Charizard seems really cool, if you want it for your collection, go buy it. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm just giving you some insight that if you're out there chasing this Charizard and you want to go out there and you want to buckshot a bunch of them, you got a, mm-hmm. a large capital, there's going to be a step up. And it's coming. It's I'm, I'm telling you, it's probably going to be coming sometime soon, within this year. As much as Pokemon's changing, as much as they're developing and things are going on the way that they are, you can only imagine that there's going to be some type of precursor to some type of Charizard because Pokemon needs to keep their... Mm-hmm. Um, momentum, yeah, momentum going, and they're going to keep pumping this Charizard as much as they can. They're going to milk it as much as they can. Yep. Wait until they make the base set Charizards um, reprint, like mm-hmm. obviously like how Evolutions did, but they make a gold one of that. Right. This. Right. It's the end of the world. Um. But yeah, with this new Charizard V Max, it's the first time in a long time where I'm saying I'm just going to wait. Right. I'm not going to rat race and try and buy all the raw ones like I did with the. With the Champion's Path, which I did well on. I didn't do great. I did well. I got my two 10s. I have them in my collection. They're paid for. Everything's good. I wish I had more 10s, but, um, you know, this time I was like, I'm not going to go buy five of them, you know, raw, and then do this again. I'm not doing this because the game's way different this time. So was, I'm just going to wait, and then when someone panics, I'm going to take it off their hands. I'm going to do them a favor. Yep, exactly. So I just and wanted, that might be a year from now. Yeah, I just wanted to touch base, especially after we just broke Shining Fates, and then I went through, I went through the list finally, and I looked at all the cars and all the pools, and I said, you know what, I'm getting a feel for this set now. I'm getting a feel for kind of where where things are, are seem like they're getting geared towards. 
Um, and I just want to touch base with you guys and let you know, hey, if you're out there trying to hunt these shiny zards, like, hmm. till you're red in the face, right? And you're really, like, hoping that you get some type of undercut deal and you're only doing it to make some type of profit, just know that there's this black and gold card that's on the horizon. Pokemon's been sitting here teasing it to us. They put it out in a promo. Then they put it out in a uh, hot set, Shining Fates, of a card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're trying to feel it out. They're trying to see how it goes. Maybe they're trying to dictate which Charizard that they put out. Maybe they put out the gold XY Evolution Charizard first, or they put out a gold and black VMAX Charizard first. They want to see what hits first. They want yeah. to see where the market's at. They want to see you know where their audience is going, where they can make the most money. It's a company. It's a I'm business. I'm waiting for the way Pokemon to make a black textured card like um zekrom yeah where it's like just black it's like that dark gray yeah yeah just do that with charizard yeah game over do it the original base set art all black with just texture to to make the contrast on it you know pokemon dead i'm done (laughs) yeah we're going on tangent but pokemon would make a killing if they just made like a shadow a shadow set you know shadow lugia xd maybe like xd lugia and like xd charizard shadow charizard all those ghost rare set that would that would crush everyone would love that you know what I mean a bunch mm-hmm. of shadow type of Pokemon with red eyes and smoke coming oh, off yeah. them like yeah 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 they would love that but anyways um, that just about does it for the like Devon Court um, sleeper segment we're gonna talk about some lookouts right now um, but I just want to shed some light guys that there is gonna be a new rarity of Charizard that's on the horizon I think it's gonna be a black and gold here of probably a V Max or a regular V Charizard. so again if you're going red in the face hunting these Charizards trying to get one you're like I have to get one I have to get one I have to get one just know there's probably something out there that's coming here soon. And especially with us not having a 25th anniversary ETB out yet, we don't know what the promo for a, a 25th anniversary ETB could be. It could be a gold. It could or be they this. just don't make it at all and, yeah. then, you know, we're wrong. Or we're yeah. wrong. Again, I just want to make sure I'm getting this insight out to you, this insight out to you guys. All right, lookouts, guys. Let's stop talking about that stuff. So, uh, I recently was thinking, I was like, hey, Pokemon's changing a whole bunch tons you know what i mean this pokemon's hot this set's hot this set's not hot this set's over getting reprinted all kinds of things are changing but one thing that doesn't change about pokemon is pokeballs and the energy there's always energies in pokemon and there's always been pokeballs in pokemon correct well yeah i went and i looked up every um secret energy card from sun and moon set um and i went and priced them out now, you're not going to be making a killing from these cards, guys. These are lookout cards. These are cards that if you have a psychic energy collection of, of Pokemon, maybe you have a steel energy collection of Pokemon, maybe you just want all the energies graded in slabs and you want to put them up in a picture, or maybe you want to get them all graded and you want to sell them in a lot. You know what I mean? These cards do sell for some money when they are graded in a 10, and it depends because it seems like a lot of people don't grade them, but the ones that do... They can name their price. If they want to sell for 120 bucks, they want to sell for 150 bucks, they want to sell for 469 dollars. It just depends on on whoever graded mm-hmm. the energy. You know, they get to yep. name their price because a lot of people overlook these things. So maybe if you have some of these hollow energies, you put them in a sleeve, take a little better care of them. Maybe you get them graded, you keep them in your own collection because they're actually really cool, and they're very hard to pull. Them being secret rares, even if most of these modern sets get reprinted, how many people are going to pull the same exact steel energy? I mean, the same exact energy that you have, right? population isn't going to get out of hand is what basically what i'm saying um yeah, not there's resellers are not going out and grading all these right so population is not gonna get crazy crazy out of hand and the fact that you can snipe these for relatively cheap um i would say it's a great way to maybe turn around some some sales if you had to or just have a cool little subcategory says like niche collection you know um but anyways 
Psychic Energy 162, Steel Energy 163. They come from Sun and Moon base set. They're about raw, 20 to 40 bucks. Uh, the Grass Energy 167, Lightning 168, and Fighting 169. Um, those come from Guardians Rising. They're about 25 to 50 bucks. Um, that's just an average of, of all three of them. Um, and these cards are textured. They're gold. They got sparkles on them. They're just like a regular energy card, but they got all the extra pizzazz on them. They look really cool. Look them up. Um, the next ones up are the Fire 167, Dark 168, and Fairy 169 from Burning Shadows. These ones are actually very popular. Um, the Fire a little bit less than the Dark and Fairy, but it seems like people like the Dark and Fairy quite a bit. I only saw like four listings for the Dark, and they sell for like 50 bucks each. It's like, it's crazy for, for an energy card. 50 bucks um and you're not going to find any any for less than that and then the fairy was even surprising too because that one sold for like 40 to 70 dollars i believe it so yeah very cool and then uh the last energy up here is water 124 well this is also home well, real quick this is what we we're talking about too with the new psa grading prices this is what we're talking about you have to start buying this is going to be the new norm where you accept the fact that hey i'm going to be buying raw cards for 40 to 60 bucks and that's okay and I'm going to be grading them for $20 because right. I, I know the value of these cards. If I grade them, I know that I'll be locking in some some value. Right. A I lot mean, of lazy guys that want to buckshot Walmart and Target do not want to do this. Right. It's too much research. Right. And like, for example, so if you had a fire energy, if you had a fire energy that you bought for, you know, $50 and you had to get it graded for $20, bucks, yeah. you're $70 deep, you will have no problem selling a PSA 9 or 10 for 90 to 120 bucks mm -hmm. no problem whatsoever and you still made profit is, it, is it as big as a profit as it would have been if it was like ten dollars in no, a year from now burning shadows or whatever this is could be gone could be gone and that could make the difference between making these decisions knowing that this stuff happens yeah the cool thing too is i didn't see a lot of sales for like there wasn't they're hard to find there wasn't very many listings of psas on any of these energy cards not very many and the ones that were like i said they just named their own price and the ones that have sold it seems like someone either didn't really care about them you know what i mean got them graded for the for the trolls or whatever uh -huh. and they just got rid of it you know you could totally tell by the price right um because sometimes I, I if i go down like all the way like in december i think i saw like one that was a psa 10 that sold for like 69 bucks and i'm like what yeah a raw sells for 50 what is the point of that but that anyways one yeah um anyways these are really cool cards guys i think I think they're very collectible. If you have like a water, a fire, a dark, or if you have them all graded in like a, a lot, that is highly market, marketable. highly, highly marketable. Um, and they're that's, very, that's frameable too. Imagine putting every energy in like a horizontal frame energy. Yeah. In a horizontal frame in a 10 or of, of, of each. Yeah. With like the, like a, like a equivalent, like super Pokemon underneath it. We're talking big, Sick. big bucks. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you guys something real quick. If you buy the mega Gengar greasy Dynamax packs, you want to look for the packs that have a holographic energy in the front. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. <laughs> so if you made it this far, you'll find you out. Tip. You'll yeah. find out very soon why you want those. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you how you get them. They're random. All right. They're random, guys. One in three all chance. Random. All right. So and then the last last energy is water energy. One twenty four from Crimson Invasion. Um, be careful of those ones, though. The Crimson Invasion and Burning Shadows, because the the cards that I did see from those sets, they're kind of banged up. Like, I'm not talking about from people using them, but from actual factory. Yeah. Um, Crimson Invasion and Burning Shadows had terrible print runs. Mm -hmm. um, 
But next up, guys, I know we have, um, like I said, balls. Pokeballs don't change in Pokemon. There is a niche. There's people who collect Pokeballs, people who just like the look of Pokeballs, mm-hmm. people who just like the different types of Pokeballs. There's tons of things that there people, people like about Pokemon. There are people that literally Pokemon. collect every gold item. Right. So I know someone who does that. Again, these are gold cards that aren't aren't going to be overpopulated. That aren't going to you know be uh, crazy out of out of range. You know, these are cards that you guys can pick up, start building small collections, start building up your inventory, start building up things like that. When times in Pokemon are changing, you're not sure what to buy or what to get. These are things that are cheap that are gonna they're gonna keep their value. Maybe not increase, but they'll keep. If you grade it, definitely increase. So first one up, we got a netball. The netball is number 234 from Lost Thunder. This one is actually, it's like pretty sought after. I only saw like five listings for it. And raw was $52. And guys, these cards I'm talking about, I know I'm giving you the numbers, but these are the gold item cards. Um, so just like the energies, they're the secret gold ones. Um, these um, Pokeballs are all the, the gold ones uh, with the texture and everything on them. So... The netball, pretty surprising from Lost Thunder, raw raw for about fifty two dollars. I think that's the only listing I saw that wasn't like from like Canada or, or like England or something like that. Um, but Lost Thunder was an extremely slept on set, so I can understand the price range. There's not very many out there. Um, a quick ball from Sword and Shield base set, twenty five to thirty dollars, number two sixteen. That's not bad at all. Twenty five to thirty bucks, and I, and these ones too graded. They go anywhere from like four hundred bucks to like a hundred bucks graded. So depending on when, when you want to sell it, if you don't want to sell it, you want to keep it in your collection. There's always a move to be made with these. Um, next one up is a nest ball, uh, 158 that I forgot to put the set on here. What is that from? Nest ball is from, uh, nest ball. I have one. I nest had ball one. And ultra ball is from, um, no, I had a net ball. They're, they're from the same. They're from the same one. So it's a uh, unified mind, isn't it? Nest ball. They're from the same one. Here, let me let me double check. So that way, that way. Nest ball. Um, I don't give you guys the wrong information, but it is from. I don't know. I didn't put it on here. Moment of silence, please. I think it's. Is it Unified Minds? No, because that's where Cherish Ball is at. Uh, it might be. Nest ball. Dude, I don't 158 know. out of one fifty nine. I have no idea, actually. It is from oh Sun and Moon base. Yep, it is Sun and Moon base set. Uh, because I have the I have the bulk trainer cards. Right. So Sun and Moon base set Nest Ball one fifty eight. This one is one of the cheaper ones out of all of them. Uh, raw ten to sixteen bucks. Um, so go scoop one up if this is how you're going to start out your Pokeball collecting um, sub sub collecting type of journey. And then the last one is Ultra Ball one sixty one from Sun and Moon base set twenty to thirty five bucks. Um, like I said, these are all lookouts guys. If they interest you, go check them out. If they don't, Hey, pass on them. But like I said, these are cards that are secret rares, textured gold that are not going to be overpopulated when the modern sets get reprinted. They're also a a nice alternative to looking at cards that people aren't looking at. I know nobody's looking at gold pokeballs and no one's looking at gold uh, energies. No one's looking at CGC (laughs) sleeper pick. So if you guys, if you guys find any of these, um, enticing go, so go pick one up go pick one up if you have a fire collection maybe go pick up a fire uh 167 gold fire energy you know what i mean you go you throw that on top of all your uh fire slabs that you have um maybe you get mm-hmm, the fairy mm-hmm. one you throw on top of all your fairy slabs that you have who knows 
Um, but anyway, creative. Guys, yeah, get creative. Super cool. Do what you here. like. I would love to have a dark uh, energy slab. I would love to have multiple of them. The dark one is expensive, though. The dark oh, one yeah. is expensive. Oh yeah. But that does it for the Devon Core segment, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Um, very light. Um, Easy alternative reading. methods to this crazy, crazy Pokemon thing. To going investing on. and flipping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's I'm just, just a kidding. crazy Pokemon thing. Because even if I, even if I, right, these are things. Even if I would go suggest like Pokemon cards, you know what I mean? It's like that could change next week. People, yeah, and you guys are catching on. So I was like, man, I have to, I have to get. I have you to know go how many people very, have told me they're like, to, hey, dude, when I see all this stuff getting hyped up, I go the other way. And yeah. I'm like, I know where you got that from. Right. And it's the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing. It's like buying summer clothes in the winter. Right. You do it because it's smart and it's on sale and no one's paying attention to it. Because mm-hmm. they're all hyped up on staying warm. Yep. But you bought your warm clothes in the summer when no one was paying attention to it. Supply and demand. It, yep. Dude, basics. Okay. All let's right. get into it. Poke Tower <laughs> Top 5. The Top 5. Let's go. Episode. Top five. Top five. Let's go. Bro. Top five. You guys, right, most, guys. most uh, requested segment. The favorite the segment. Top five is of the Poke Tower. Is the, is the, uh, I don't know. It's the brand. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's like, like the PSA to CGC. It's like the bread and butter. It's like, what's that? It's like the comic section of the newspaper. It's like everything yeah. that everyone waits for. Yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. The 1030 slot. That's right. Yu Gi Oh! All right, top five. Um, this is, there's no hack this week. There's no hack this week. It's just stuff I'm looking at. And oh, that's what we forgot to talk about. Okay, PSA prices they rise. Me and Devin still have a two hundred dollar budget for for bulk or value. So that's only a hundred dollars for me, a hundred dollars for him. Right. Doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, still the same number. We just, just send, we just don't get to send yeah. as many cards. He we sends send ten. Yeah, he sends ten. I send. Five. No, I send. I could send five. He sends five. Yeah, yeah, we could do that small if we wanted to. So it, it's a good deal. I would suggest that you do that with your friends too, if you can get a silver membership. Yeah, I got I got cards to run me like all the way till next year now. Yep. Sending five a month. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's that. But here's the other thing with Express, it's one seventy five. So that kind of changes the game too. So my the first thing I did was said okay, if I don't spend that money, if I don't spend a hundred to three hundred dollars on a PSA submission each month then i will go buy a slab that i believe is underpriced so i went looking i went digging back to my roots buying cards that are underpriced it's still the number one game number one hack there is the ability to gengar greasy discount everyone and their mom is still the ultimate hack making deals sealing sealing deals making deals yeah you just got to do it. You just got to get good at negotiating. You got to just say, like, dude, I love this card, man. Can you just please, like, give it to me for $500 off? I know mm-hmm. you're not going to make much, but I just love the card. Right. Got to go in on them. <laughs> just, you don't do that. You don't do like, that. You're, you're, you're an only child, and you gotta, you're yeah. an only child. Dude. My, uh, brother, my brother gave me this card when he dude, was five. You know, due to COVID, I just uh, need cheap cards. Brother gave me my brother gave me this card when he was five. Dude, I got just it, blame everything on COVID. I got it stolen, dude. I got it stolen by a bully. I have to wear a mask to work. Um, I would love if you could just give me a discount. You know, give me a break. Life's been tough. I'm wearing this mask every day. Right. You just hit them with a story. Two hundred fifty dollars discount. Inspire them. Yeah. Done. Inspire them. It's over. Okay. So that's the deal. Mm-hmm. We missed February submission. Me and Devin will talk about it. What are we gonna do? If we decide not to make a submission, 
because we want to see what the heck is going on with PSA. We want to wait it out. That's fine. I'm going to go to my watch list and I'm going to find cards that are less than 300 bucks and I'm going to buy a slab. I'll buy a slab. It's like, well, I was going to spend the money anyways. I'm not going to be able to get five cards graded, but I can at least buy one card that I think is undervalued. Yep. You can do that once, twice a month. Mm-hmm. You can do it 20 times a month if you want to. Um, so here we go. Little variety. Don't don't value these more one than the other. I tried to make them a little more significant, but um, last week we talked about Alakazams from uh, PSA. I believe PSA 9s were floating around for like two something. That's too much for your blood. CGC 7.5 Alakazam, 169. You do not pay 169. You send this guy a message because his offers are off. You send him a message and you offer him 135 and mm-hmm. you get it for 135. Mm-hmm. And you get the 7.5, you crack it, and you hope that you can turn it into a PSA 8. Boom, done. Right. Um, it's not a flip card. It's just I like Alakazam and I don't have enough of them. Um, this is really easy there. And you could do this for you can and search your PSA base set. Yeah, and, and it's changing. This is just a CGC seven point five that I found. You can totally do this for PSA if you're like, oh, I'm not going to do the work of cracking and resubmitting. I'm not going to do that. I just want to find it. Okay, that's fine. Just realize you probably won't find that one sixty nine price point for a PSA. You're going to be in the two fifties, and you have to accept that. And you have to accept that your baseline negotiations are going to be a lot higher. That's what that is about. That's why that's I would I would buy that. Right. I would buy that based on that price. You don't even need to haggle. Um, number four, this one's different, but I like it because I do enjoy Charizard cards. I do. I just don't like the ones that everyone talks about. So 2002, Expeditions Reverse Hollow, Reverse Hollow Charizard from Expeditions, number six out of 165, CGC eight for 334. I found a second for 325. This is what you do. If it's not the same seller, which I'm not sure. Underpriced. If it's not the same seller, right? This is what you do. You write one a message, you get a deal. You write the other the message, you get a deal. And then you make them battle each other to the bottom. <laughs> That's business. Hey, yeah. I, I can I can get another CGC 8 for this much. Can you, can you provide a better price? If not, no worries. I'll go with the other guy. Yep. Put the pressure on them. Make the sale. This is business. This is not personal. Pin them on each other. Yeah. And you don't make it personal. Don't get ugly with these guys. You got to be nice. Yeah. Um, but you say, hey, like, hey, I, I appreciate your offer. So-and-so is going to beat you by 20 bucks. Can you beat that? Or can you give me free shipping? What can you do to make my day better? Make them feel like they got to be like, oh, oh, you want me to help you out? Yeah. Is that what you want? Like, yeah. Help me out. Help me out, man. Make them feel like they're doing something yeah. good. They're like, wow, I just saved someone's life today. Yeah. Yeah, it's you gotta do. You blow him up, man. You know, an only child. And his brother gave him this card when he was five. This is getting out of good. control. <laughs> Look at that reverse holo Charizard. Though I like it because it's an e-reader card. Reverse hollows are really hard to grade. So CGC eight, I would assume, is pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Um, you could crack and resubmit, or you could just keep it like that. I like it though, and and I'm not heavy on expeditions, but there are a couple. There's an expeditions Gengar I want. I uh, believe there's an Expeditions Alakazam. Yeah, I'm not heavy on Expeditions either. But there's that a price, couple cool-looking cards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, not obviously not this one, but I'm saying like, right, right, right. Like the more, but I mean, the uh, like like a PSA, like okay, a PSA equivalent of this card is is outrageous. So it's like, yeah. Um, so I I like it. I like it a lot. Um, check it out if you're into that stuff. 
I, I do want to get into more of the e-reader series. I, I need more of those in my collection. And I think the so first the first target that I'm going for is like an Expeditions Gengar or like a Skyridge Gengar. Like I want something from that era. I need to snipe and then I'll build out from there. Um, completely personal collection. So it has to get put on the back burner. That was weird. The other computer went off. Okay. Um, so there's that one. Number three. I like this. This is something I'm really interested in. Shadowless Pokemon cards in CGC. We're talking Shadowless. That's the next best thing to first a dish. Shadowless. 7.5. Oh, so CGC 7.5 Mewtwo Shadowless. 349. That's pretty darn good. Especially because my PSA 9 is like comparable to that same price and it's not Shadowless. That's good. That's a great price. Shadowless cards are rare. They're, they are the they are the set after first edition. I would much rather have Shadowless cards over my base set Unlimited. I don't have them. I wasn't part of that game, but now that people are grading in CGC and they're like, oh, I can charge less because it costed me less because I, that's what I want to do. I want to make sales. Good. Let's let's make sales. Let's make sales. Let's in. make some sales then. Because PSA is tough, man. People who got PSA slabs are not they're not budging. Very rarely do they do that. Um, so Mewtwo, I like it. I think it's a cool looking card. It looks way cooler than mine. 7.5. I'll take a set of PSA 7 in that. Shadowless? Oh, yeah. Because I'm telling you guys, after Logan Paul evaporates the first edition market, Shadowless is next. Next in line. It's true. And we're talking within a few years, Shadowless will be the new thing that you can't get. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even going to be talking about first edition. Mm-hmm. At all, yeah, because first edition is like the Mona Lisa's of yeah. the world. You, that doesn't doesn't like, belong like to you, anyways. Yeah, myth. yeah. What is, what's the first edition? What are you talking about? Number two here. Remember, you don't have to prioritize. This is a twofer, by the way. I like both of these, um, and it's really interesting too. You're going to see the price here. You saw the Mewtwo for three forty nine. Check this out. CGC seven point five Zapdos Shadowless two thirty nine. That guy. You go for that. Now, I like the Mewtwo, but I feel like there's some negotiations that had to be made. But that 7.5 for 239, you can just grab it right now. Lock it in. Yeah. Lock it in. Well, how come Greasy's not buying it? Well, because I got a lot of stuff I'm buying right now. That's why. But if I was in the buyer's market, I'm telling you, if you have the capital right now, you do these. Shadowless Zapdos looks amazing. Without that little shadow, these cards look so cool. Yeah, what what Danny's trying to say is he spent $240 on something else. And then he saw this shadow. He saw this. He saw this shadow of Zapdos, and he was like, "Damn it!" And then he was like, "Well, I guess I'll put it, it on top five. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I'll put it on the top five. It is what it is. That's what happened. Check this one out. So you don't like the you don't like the Mewtwo. You weren't in on that. That's fine. You weren't in on Zapdos. That's cool. Maybe I can hit you with this one. Eight point five Shadowless Nido King two seventy nine. Whoa. We're talking PSA 9 quality shadowless card. That's cool. Banger. These are shadowless. I love the Leaf version Nidoking. It looks amazing. Looks great because he's purple. The card's green. Awesome. I hate the way X Evolutions look. Where it's purple on purple. Trash. Trash. Ugh. Purple on purple is meant for Gengar. Yeah, exactly. All right, here we go. Number one. You guys are... This is ridiculous. A Shadowless Hitmonchan, CGC 7.5, 199. Get out of here, guys. You can't... 
There are modern cards that sell for more than that. That is ridiculous. You need to take this. You need to help this guy out and take this off his hands. You need to do him a favor and punish him for selling this card for <laughs> so cheap. Do him a favor. Teach him a lesson do him a that favor you never punish him. sell graded <laughs> shadowless cards for this cheap. No, uh, yeah, 100%. That, and then what you do cheap. is he's like, wow. You know, three years from now, he's like, wow, I sold my car for 200 <laughs> And you're like, yeah. You're going to be that guy. And you'd be like, yeah, I know. I know you did. Yeah. I know you did, buddy. Or maybe, maybe you know, maybe you hold on I'm to this. I'm big this, on Shadowless right now. You hold now. on to this Hitmonchan, you know? You hold on to this Hitmonchan, and in six months, it okay. yeah. pops not, off, and you're like, you and you make a TikTok, and you're like, I bought this for 200 I'm not. I bought I'm this not, for $199. It's now a $600 card. I'm not big on Shadowless PSA or BGS, because those are experienced buyers, sellers, traders. They're going to get what they want, or they're going to send you to ban. They're going to ban you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. I'm not going to talk to you. CGC guys, they're trying to make sales. They're like cheap car car salesmen. What do I got to do to get you in a car today? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. We're gonna. We're, I'm gonna get in the car, but you're gonna, gonna give get me you, what I want. We're gonna get you a CGC <laughs> CGC slab today. <laughs> you're gonna get a CGC. What are you looking to pay for, huh? Yeah, and you like you can haggle them. They're like, oh man, that's cutting into my my money there, but I need to make money. Yeah. Oh, oh I guess I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yep. They're scrapping. They're scraping. So you snag these up. You do it. It's a win-win, too, because, you know, we all know that it probably costed him $8 to grade it. Right. So, he's not losing. Mm-mm. Go look up the CGC prices and then hit him with that. You'd be like, well, I know you paid this much for the card and this much your grading fee. This is about as low as you can go. You just hit him with facts. Yeah, get the raw price of the card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, it sells Same, for this much Similar raw. condition. Yeah, you basically, you are $40 invested. So, I'm going to go ahead and give you a modest 90 And they're like, well, I'm selling it for $200. you are like, you're selling it for 90. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always work, but you guys do really well in the Discord. Yeah. You want 90. Yeah. You want 90. No, I said 200. 90? <laughs> yeah. I only heard I only heard 90. It's weird. It's just, it's just I, I can't count that. Your offer of 90 with 200 and you send it back another offer, 90. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Comment with a period. <laughs> Declines it again. Yes. Send it back. Question mark. 90. <laughs> and you're not going to win all the time. There are greedy sellers. There yes. are. Yes. Or there's stern. I'm a very stern seller. I budge for you guys because I like you guys. But if you don't tell me that you're someone on eBay, you're getting shafted. I don't care. I don't play games. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. It's you're going to get shafted. But if you're my guy, yeah. I say, hey, you know what? Hey, I know what this thing is is, is worth in a fair you know yes, what I mean? In a fair market, I got it. I got it out of a booster pack. It cost me five bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a fair market, it's like people are selling it for seventy five. I got it for five. I'm cool with like fifty. That's for you guys. Yeah, we you know never I mean? do that for a stranger. Yeah, some stranger comes up to me. I'm like, nah, dude. Yeah, you want seventy five, and the card just sold for a hundred yesterday. Yeah, nah. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. I want a hundred. But yeah, we we lo- guys, I don't mind helping for you, you guys, guys out. One hundred five, yeah. one hundred ten. So you can have with these guys. Just don't be rude. I hear. So- I hear some of the stories on the Discord, and I'm surprised you guys haven't gotten a fight with anyone yet. Right. Because I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like, you guys are like, look what I did on eBay. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't get it either. Oh, my god. Yeah, they're like, this guy was asking 350 bucks. I got it for 175 Yeah. What? I hit, a, I hit a guy up that was, uh, was selling something for 320 I'm like, hey, dude, 300 bucks. Nah. What? Yeah. How? How did that? So good for you guys. I'm, I'm proud of you guys, but let's keep it. 
professional. Yes. Okay, because if the greasy discount becomes associated with scumbags, we're gonna have some problems. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, this this shaft people modestly. Was I telling you guys last week? I think there was a guy, a Digimon guy. Maybe I was telling Devin. Let's shaft the scalpers modestly. I found a Digimon guy. Last story before we end today. There was a Digimon guy on Mercari. Great deal. I really wanted his cards. He was selling them for two eighty five, and I was like, "Are you willing to make a deal today on these cards?" And he was like, "Yeah." What were you thinking? And I said, "Well, look, I know how hard these are to find. I know what I'm looking at." First, he pre- prefaced it with, "You know what these are, right? These are some of the rarest cards." And I'm like, "I would have not have messaged you if I didn't know what I was looking at." So right. I said, let's make a deal today. I'm serious. I know what you... And I'm I told sure used to all the clowns, though, that yeah. are in the, in the industry. And I was like, I know what I'm looking at. I understand that if you cannot make a deal today, no harm done. I get it. I know what you have. Right. But if you need to make a sale, I'm I'm here. I'm good for it. Ultimately, we came down to 190 from 285. I was like, yes, let's do it. He's like, all right, 190. I'm like, okay, 190 shipped. And he's like, oh, well... I have to, uh, I have to do shipping and fees though, and I was like, "That's what 190 shipped means. It's 190 out the door." And he's like, mm, "195." And I said, "Look, I'm about to pay you as friends and family. There's no fee there. There's no fee. So you're lying to me now about the, f- the fees. This quotation mark fees. Yes, you have to pay for shipping. That's what five to eight dollars." That's fine, but you're not paying 10%, 13% fees like you would on eBay. Right. So now you're lying to me because uh, he he insisted that we do friends and family. And I was like, I will do friends and family if you honor 190 shipped. And he was like, all right, let's do it. Then he was like, oh, shipping and fees though. So can we add a little more to that? It was only five bucks. He added $5. The fact that we had shook hands, it was mm-hmm. like deal was made. And then he was like, well, let's just add this. I was like, nope, we're done. And he lost it. He was like, what? <laughs> What do you mean? It's five bucks. Are you serious? And I'm like, you made a deal. The deal is done. Do not change. Negoti- That's just how I work as a negotiator. So am I sweating $5? No, I could have paid it. I could have been nice. But the fact that he said, yeah, let's do it. We shook hands digitally. You don't renege on that type of stuff. You don't do that. Yeah. Bad. Bad seller. So he lost. He lost an opportunity. He's still trying to sell that stuff. So good luck. Um. I don't want to end on that note though, but that was, it was funny to me. I was telling, I think I told Devin, maybe I told my yeah, wife, but yeah. yeah, no, I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not end on that note. Um, on a better note, guys, uh, live show this Thursday, live show this Thursday. Um, and then there was a oh, Gengar packs on the way. Oh my goodness. I can't believe PSA I, submission I, on the way. I literally just had the biggest brain fart. Oh, man. I think our PSA submission is about two weeks out. Remember we submitted that January 28th? Right. If you guys look at the PSA website, they now have the complete through date. It's called CTD. Literally tells you what express levels are completed at. So yesterday I checked. They said that their complete through date for express was January 7th. So pretty much anyone who submitted before January 7th is done. And they update that daily. So if you had value or bulk or whatever it is, check the date. Like, I think uh, standard was November 21st. So, if you submitted on November 21st, your order is complete. And if you submitted on November 25th, your order is on the way. It's it's a few days out from being completed. That's how they're doing it now. And you can see it updates daily, which is really cool. 
Devin forgot what I he was going to say. Yeah, I'm trying to like I, keep I it totally, going. I totally just totally just lost the whole train of thought. I had I had a big thing to say, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. Denny even touched on it, and I was like, that's what I'm gonna talk about, and it totally just blanked um, as soon as I got the limelight. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'll send it in the Discord if I remember, um, because I know it was it was like beneficial to you guys. And then we also have our live on Thursday. So if I don't remember um, to put it in the Discord, or hey, I don't, or I can't remember. Live. We need to duel on Thursday. Someone needs to step up to the plate, and we need to duel on Thursday. Duel links. We're gonna duel. Someone's gonna duel. Oh, someone's gonna get smoked. Oh. I remember. I I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. But what is a giveaway? Oh, I wanted to do a giveaway for the podcast, guys. Ah, yes, that's what it was. But now we're too far at the end. And everybody just hears us rambling. We'll just leave hopefully this. Hopefully you didn't tune out. Oh. Yeah, hopefully you didn't tune out. Um, so we just inject it in yeah, there. Just do it. Do it now. Right now. Yes. All the way at the end. Yeah. All right, cool. So if you guys are a loyal podcast listener, you guys made it to the end, us rambling all the way through, and me forgetting the giveaway until Denny talked about the this live. This is perfect. I love and it. And the dueling. Um, like I said last week on the live, um, I know, and anyway, I said on the podcast that we've been doing a lot of giveaways for the uh, the live. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. The live YouTube um, participants and people who haven't come to the lives. What about our podcast? What yeah. about our podcast listeners though, man? We the love OGs. you guys. We yeah. love you guys. So uh, we want to give back. If you've come this far, you guys have heard of this far. Um, the giveaway for this week, we're going to make it real simple. Send in a uh, an email. First person that sent in an email to uh, the Poketower the Poketower at gmail.com Poketower podcast the Poketower podcast at gmail.com that's where you're going to send this email send the very first podcast episode you listen to the first person that sends an email with the very first podcast listen the very first episode they listen to of this podcast whether it was one or it was 20 let us know where you started and that's it hmm. that is it we'll get in contact with you we'll send you out something um, and that is the giveaway for all of our podcast listeners. So like thank that. you guys so much. Um, and if you guys are in the Discord, hey, even after the giveaway, let us know when you guys started listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. We always like to know like what what it was that intrigued you guys, what brought you guys in. Mm-hmm. So that does it. I think for the podcast, that was it. That was my last little save round that I had. Good thing I remembered. Super happy about that. But all that's right. It. Cool. That's it, guys. We will see you on Thursday or next Wednesday. Cool. Later. Later.